Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. So welcome to Silk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show. This is the Sunday League Show, episode 18, the first one back in 2022. On tonight's show, we have the Westford Review, the OBD SFL Review and the Quarter Municipal Review. No Southern Sunday this week. They've um, suspended their games because of COVID for the 9th of January. And we have guests again this week. We are joined by Andrew Dallas and Jamie Leggett from Hatcham, taking the season by storm in the OBD SFL after a turbulent uh, summer. And um, we'll hear from those guys later on in the show. So who joins me now? Gibbs, how are you doing, son? Yes, you know we're back for the new year. I'm always here for it. I'm very well. How are you? I'm good. Have you missed football or have you enjoyed the break? Do you know what? Uh kind of missed it a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you. Is your mic working, by the way? <sighs> money, money, mic check. Yeah, we're back. We're working. Basie. A Basie one today. Basie. I've kind of manned up a little bit over the Christmas period. How, did you have a nice break? Yeah, it was all right, to be fair, mate. Kind of more for the kids and stuff now, isn't it? So you kind of uh, you get a little bit older for the surprise. Right, so we'll get straight into the fixtures this coming Sunday. Nothing to review from last week, obviously, because there were no games. Uh, so we'll review the fixtures for Sunday the 9th of um, January and we'll go through the games of the week as chosen by Gibbs. I will throw you under the bus. You always week. do, mate. Let's, let's not start the new off with anything different. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to change that part of the show in 2022. Definitely not. No, don't worry. I'm sure uh, people will be on me for game of the week or, or result of the week yeah, already. That'll be you know Sunday. I mean? That'll be Sunday. We haven't missed those. We haven't missed those tweets, have we? No, we ain't. <laughs> and old, old Phil McCracken's been a bit quiet as well. Yeah, has not he? I think we've, I think we've, we've, we've um, upset him. Maybe we could say sorry and and ask him to just get involved in it, but be kind. We could say sorry, but we're probably not gonna. Let's be honest. Ah, uh, don't say sorry. We don't say sorry. Uh right. So the games for this coming Sunday. It's nice to say. Hopefully, no more COVID, um, no more COVID-related suspensions. We need to get these games played now. Um, hopefully, the weather's kind to us. Uh, in the Prem, uh, Borden Sports A take on Mildeen, uh, struggling Mildeen. Um, it has to be said this season in the Prem, uh, they play Borden Sports A. That's looking like a tasty game to me, Gibbs. How many? A little side bet. How many red cards do you think will happen in that game? Oh, I don't like. I mean, I'm not refereeing it, so I guess I can say. Uh, I reckon one apiece. All right, if you was refereeing it, it'd be about five or six plus a few simbits. But... <laughs> well, no, do you know, in this game, you know, this is my type of game. I would try and manage it a bit better, but uh, this is my type of game. This, but um, no, I, I, I reckon one apiece. Let's go with that. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could understand that. I reckon maybe uh, I said four yellow cards and three red. <laughs> That's some predictions these days. We get guessing the amount of cards. Well, we've got to spice it up somewhere, haven't we? You might do better. Three. I've been on bet 365 a little bit over Christmas, so I'm on these cards in the corners <laughs> now, do you know what I mean? Right, Division 1, uh, Metro Massive take on um, high-flying uh, Crayford Arrows, looking like a good team. That'll be a real good game, that one. Uh, in Div 2, 
Forza Greenwich take on Woolwich 90. Uh, Forza doing well this season in Div 2. Uh, Woolwich 90 seem to be struggling. Feel for them. They keep coming back. Um, but it, every season, it seems like a bit of a struggle for them. But you have to respect the uh, the work ethic and the and the desire to keep playing, Gibbs. Oh, 100%. You have to respect any team that gets up for every Sunday and, and um, gets a team out. And, you know, sometimes when things ain't going too well, they still they still don't let anyone down. They're still getting teams out. So you, you have to respect everyone. Absolutely. Uh, fours are looking strong this year, it must be said. Glad to see for them. They've, they've kept going. Uh, in Division 2, some more games. Alperton Eagles take on Advent Mighty Royals. Uh, Advent Mighty Royals didn't see the year out the way they'd have wanted to. And Alperton Eagles are having a good year. Looking a good shout for promotion. So that could be a tough day for the Advent boys. Uh, that's only going one way, <clears throat> one way I think. Yeah. I Eagles that. starting the year off on a high. Agreed. Um, Falconwood Reserves take on Junior Reds um, Athletic. That could be a good game. In Div 3, Bexley Hawks take on Mottingham Park Rangers. Uh, Bexley Hawks with a couple of sticky results at the end of last season. Um, they'll be looking to punish Mightland Park Rangers, who had a good December for their for their um, st- their standards. It must be said over the last couple of years, but Bexley Hawks will look to punish NPR, won't they? Yeah, big Hawks fans uh, of the show, so um, we always like to see them do well. And um, I can only see them uh, going on, to be honest, and uh, pushing for that promotion this season. So I'll back them to beat NPR, to be fair. Right, so Division 4, uh, Springle United Reserves take on Junior Red Sports. Uh, in Div 5, Old Fortronians take on South London Athletic. This is the third best division in West Far. The best division. Uh, title, title chases Old Fortronians and South London Athletic. Uh, of course, chasing down um, the early pace setters, Peckham Rye in Div 5. Uh, Gibbs, what's that? Your Old Fortronians, you fancy there? Or, or you can, who do you fancy? South London Athletic, you know, I think... Um, yeah, I think they're the favourites, but what, what results suits you boys the best? The draw or, or a Old Fortranians win? Um, I mean, always a draw, to be fair. Always helps. Always helps. But um, I think if South London turn up with their team, I could see them uh, getting the three points there. Uh, in Div 6, the second best division. In, not... in... <laughs> yeah, the second best division. It's the second. <laughs> We've agreed on that one for once. <laughs> Our ladies seniors take on Footscray Lions vets. That could be a long day for our ladies seniors. Just depends how heavy a Christmas. Some of those vets, uh, some of the Footscray Lions vets boys have had. Uh, it has to be said. In Div Six, Peckham Wright A meet um, surprise package the Foresters Foresters FC uh, in Div Six. Um, Gibbs, what's the news from the Peckham Wright A camp? Are they looking happy and looking forward to the rest of the season? Uh, yeah, from what I can grasp, they've enjoyed the first half of the season. They had a few ups and downs, but a few um, settling in. Um, what's the word? Little few issues here and there. But other than that, it's been pretty decent for them. They've had some good results. They're third in the league. It's still all to play for for them. So it's in their own, it's in their own hands. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a positive start, isn't it? Uh, in Division 7, the Silk Grassroots Podcast Network, Division 7, the best division. The best division in West for Sid Cup take on Greenwich Hot Shots. Come on, the shots Uh, looking good this year. The boys uh, and the people's taking on struggling fleet down Uh, any type of win. And the people's calling out for game of the week, Gibbs. But they they go into this one massive favourites, don't they? Massive. I believe they've signed a lot of foot a few foot screen lines players from what I'm led to believe as well. So 
it's going to take a really good result for them to get result of the week. I tell you that. So even more sharky than they were before. Yeah, mate, hundred percent. Uh, in Division Eight, Chimera Reserves take on AFC Sporting Greenwich. That title hopes of uh, Sporting Greenwich slipping away uh, each week that they they don't win. Um, Gibbs is bum. Oh yeah. <laughs> Gibbs' his arse cheek is looking to stay bare uh, for another year. Uh, British Challenge Vets play lesser FXI. Uh, the Challenge Vets with Phil uh, looking to upset the um, lesser FXI who have done decent. Uh, so far this season, it must be said, much improved uh, on recent years. Uh, and Spring Hill United uh, Blues will come out from underneath Gibbs's bingo wing to take on struggling uh, Royal Oak FC. Uh, the tick up, uh, the, sorry, the Spring Hill Blues boys will be massive favourites for this game. It's theirs to lose, really, Gibbs. Oh, yeah. The Blues are just going strength to strength. I think they've got such a, a good team, such a good team ethic. And, um, and uh, togetherness. I can literally see them pushing on, you know, and having a good second half of the season. Well, if Chris Elliott has gone in as assistant manager of the Resis, that means that is the curse of, of Elliott isn't going to come and ruin one of their games. So they, they're plain sailing now for the rest of the season. I honestly thought you were just about to say he's coming as reserves on the Blues. I was going to say, right, fuck that, and let's start Division 9. That's what they're up to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's assistant manager at the, at the reserves now. So um, they're just trying to keep him off away from the first team and the, and the Blues, isn't they? Fucking, they've got to do something, mate. They've got to, they're just trying to out him at the club. I've never known a geezer to have so many roles at one club in Sunday League. They call him the cat because he's got nine lives. He must be about seven or eight down now. Mate, he, can't, he couldn't get the water boy role, right? So they fucked him off now. Now he's been promoted to assistant manager. Then he's fucking CEO. Then he's fucking chief development officer. The only thing he's developing in is a fucking a foundation for relegation. <laughs> Right, the Jewish Shield. Uh, great game this one. Board and Sports, Rezies, the Bandits taking on Eltham Lions. That is a fantastic game. That is, oh, I hope the weather doesn't kill that one. Down at Eltham Town on Sunday. A brilliant game, that one, Gibbs. Racker of a game. Brilliant. Bayswater take on Board and Sports uh, in the Jewish Shield. Another good game. Uh, High-flying Bayswater looking to punish our placed opposition this weekend. Good luck to both teams in that one. And the Pete Smith Memorial Cup. Uh, Metro Gas take on Blackfin and Erif. Um, Blackfin and Erif having a bit of a poor game, the last one before Christmas. Uh, and I think Metro Gas punished Blackfin and Erif the last time these two played. That could be interesting. In the Plumpsy Challenge Cup, Red Velvet take on Bulltarks. Um, Bulltarks, that's a very good game. Uh, let's see if Red Velvet can um, handle the obviously attacking flair and power and prowess of the ball talks uh, it'd be a big ask for them but if anyone could do it it's, it's red velvet we know how talented they are yeah uh, definitely i mean if they get all their players out it'd be a great game football. it'd be a good game elton rovers uh struggled uh, in december and and november uh, they take on burridge blues uh depends which burridge blues turn out for them on sunday but uh, elton rovers we know on their day are a good side uh form wise this is hard to call that one gibbs i must say yeah, I mean, you wouldn't back against Burridge, but in a cup game as well, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And Elton Rovers, they kind of tailed off, didn't they, just before Christmas? Yeah. Uh, so you probably can only go to a Burridge win, but I wouldn't be surprised if Elton Rovers pulled it out of the bag. No, nah, it's a good game, that one, a really good game. Uh, in the Challenge, Plumsy Challenge Cup, some more games. Uh, Peck and Meyer taking on Barnurst. Uh, last time out, used to played in the league in a uh, double banker at the end of last year. Uh, they won one and you took one. Uh, yourselves, 
Gibbs, what's what's the plan now? Because obviously the the team that you you're planning to play against Barnes has changed significantly from your last sort of competitive look at them. Uh, they've had some they've had a turnaround recently with some good results following a change of manager um, and a change of playing positions for some of their key players. How do you go into this one? Is it a free swing or are you looking to 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 uh, go through to the next round? I mean, obviously, we want to go through to the next round of every cup that we play, but it's not going to work out like that. But I would, I'd say, yeah, it's a free swing for us. They're five divisions above us. We played in pre-season uh, for one reason or another. Their formation was wrong. Um, and uh, we ended up coming out winners. But that might not be such a good thing now because obviously they're going to be uh, a bit more aware. So it's always going to be um, a tough game against them. And a, and a, it's going to be an hard fought game, isn't it? To be honest, do you know what I mean? You got to yep. bring your cricket. Yep. You got to bring your cricket pads, and um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's a free swing for us. So um, we'll go for it. How are, how are the, how are the injuries and all that cleared up over Christmas, or probably got worse for you guys? I suspect, haven't they? Um, we carried a few, but we had a little training session yesterday just to um, get people ticking over and kicking the ball about a bit. Um, and that was all right. A couple of injured players were there um, that seemed to have come through okay. Uh, as far as I can remember, we've not got anyone too badly out injured at the minute. So hopefully we'll be all right. Um, Tony's hamstring is a little bit up and down, touch and go. But other than that, we're pretty much uh, okay. It's just obviously if people can make it, just people being away or maybe, you know, you don't know what's going to happen with COVID and stuff. The last game of the Plumps Challenge Cup fixtures under the radar taking on bang in form uh, Woolwich Royals. It has to be said, this is probably two of the form sides in Westfa, uh, albeit in different um, divisions, coming head to head in the Plumps Challenge Cup. A, a, an interesting game, this one, Gibbs. Yeah, very, very much so. I mean, I don't think people give teams a lot of um, credit when they play under the um, much hope, sorry, when they play under the radar, but. Under the radar, outwork teams, and um, they're not. No disrespect to them, but they're not overly clinical in front of goal. If you can um, match them for work rate and and um, and physicality during the game, and maybe get a couple of goals, you know, just to unsettle them, I think the game could be there. And Woolwich Royals are full of confidence; they're scoring goals. I couldn't see no reason why you couldn't see an upset. I mean, it's a it's a very it's a tough ask. Don't get me wrong. They don't lose very often under the radar, do they? So any no. team that does beat them, they deserve to beat them. But if you can um, restrict them to chances and um, and take yours and just be strong and match them for for pace and physicality and and strength for the whole game, you're you're in with a chance. Yeah, it, it, Woolwich Royals are going to need the perfect day, and they're going to have to uh, out outwork under the radar and take all of their own chances to stand a, a chance. But they've been in good form. They're full of confidence. There's no pressure on them. Whatsoever um, in this game on Sunday, it's all on under. It's, radar, it's under the radar's game to lose. Essentially, um, it'll be an interesting one. Good luck to both teams in that one. Uh, in the Burt Holloway, uh, Crock and Hill, <laughs> Hill take on uh, senior, uh, Petswood Senior Vultures. That's at Crock and Hill. Good luck to both teams. That pitch on this in this weather is going to be uh, a lot of fun. Uh, Fred Jolly Memorial, Footscray Lions take on. The resurgent JJ United um, Division One Footscray Lions, I want to say Division One, Division Two. Yeah, one. Yeah. Taking on bottom of the pile, bottom of the lot, 
JJ United, but they keep going. Um, they keep putting teams out every single week. This could be and probably will be a massacre, a good confidence boost for Footscray Lions during a season where they've lost players um, and it hasn't gone their own way entirely. Uh, and JJ United, Gibbs, they just need to enjoy this and and uh, as much as they can. It's a tough one, isn't it? But the, the, you know, they know that it's, it's, it's an uphill struggle for their most games. Yeah, it's an uphill struggle, but like you said, it's a free swing for JJ. And the chances are it is going to be a massacre, to be fair. And that's no disrespect to them. It's just going off of results already. Um, it's going to be a very a very tough day at the office for them. But as long as they keep going, hold their heads up by, you know, no one can knock, no one can knock them for that. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely not. Good luck to both teams, uh, two teams that we, we, we like on the podcast for, for various reasons. Um on the Fed Jolly in the Fed Jolly Memorial, some more games. Highfield Rovers taking on Las Cabras. A big game this for Highfield Rovers. Very, very winnable against the team uh, below them in, in the league structure. Um Ronnie will be distraught if this doesn't end in a in a win for the boys. Well, I saw Ronnie yesterday. He coming out a kick about with us, and uh, he's very confident um, of this game. I think Les Cabras are one of the teams that's never beat them. So um, he's kind of, uh, he's on a positive note about it. He's He's got some good players and I think he's going to have a positive second half of the season. Good luck to Ronnie uh, and the boys uh, for that one. Uh, and the Goats, obviously. They've had a struggle this year, but I think they finished the season with a good win before Christmas. So uh, they could be on a high. In the Burt Holloway Trophy, Kingsford against Inter Belvedere. One of the best games of the day. Uh, when these two teams meet, um, it's the very similar teams. Um, that's going to be an absolute cracker. Good luck to both teams in that one. Uh, the SE 69ers play Bexley Knights in the West for Shield. Um, seem to have gone off the boil a little bit, the 69ers, Gibbs. And Bexley Knights sort of season has, has sort of gone a bit quiet themselves. So this is a big opportunity for both teams to pick up a win and push on uh, from, from the start. Yeah, definitely. I think it's... Um... It's a it's a very interesting game because I've played we've played against both teams ourselves, and um, both both teams are very good sides. Like you wouldn't um, you'd give them credit. I mean, I've always said when we played the 69ers, it was five 0 but that didn't kind of warrant their performance to be honest because we was on the back foot a lot in the first half. Yeah, and and with um, uh, Bexley Knights, we was uh, we was like three one. 3-2-1 down, 3-1 down, 3-2 down, and then that comeback winning 4-3. So they're both very capable of giving teams a hard game. So um, I think it'll be a tough one, to be fair. Very hard one to pull. Uh, more games in the Fred Jolly. Two more. Turco Jack take on Newcross Rovers. A big ask for the Div 5 boys taking on strong um, senior side Newcross Rovers. Good luck to both teams there. Uh, and Villacourt Rovers, higher flying this season in Div 6. They take on Avery Hill Athletic, who we've got a lot of time for both of these teams. Um, hopefully, uh, football is the winner on this one on Sunday. Uh, Elton Lions Reserves take on Danson Albion. Very winnable game for the for the reserves of Elton Lions Gibbs because uh, they're flying this year. Danson Albion really can't find any sort of form. No, I mean, you would be surprised to see Elton Lions come away with a win on that one, to be fair. No. Um, and it wouldn't, I don't actually think it would be too big of an upset because... They've really found some form out on lines and um, the reserve team, and they've actually been doing really well. So, um, I, I, as I say, I wouldn't be surprised. You could may even have a case from going into it favourites. 
Agree. I'd agree that. I'd agree with that. Um, some County Cup games now to see us out before the predictions. Uh, Hartford Athletic, Westford's Hartford Athletic take, take on Val County. Uh, home game for them in the London Sunday Junior Cup this week. Good luck, boys. Uh, City East take on uh, Greenwich Elite at Hackney Marshes. Uh, box, big box tick that for Greenwich Elite. Again, to play um, at the home of, of Sunday football, it must be said, in uh, in London, especially over this, the east side of London. Hackney Marshes, what a fantastic experience to get to, to play there. Good luck to Greenwich Elite there against City East. Uh, and the last one, uh, Club Azeria play Crayford Athletic. Club Azeria. Um, don't know where that one is, but it's a big, sounds like a big away game. I think it's it's West London. That sounds like a decent away trip for the Crayford Athletic boys, Gibbs. Yeah. I mean, and you went back against them, to be honest. All those Westford teams there, um, Hartford, um, Greenwich Elite, um, you, you went back in Crayford Athletic. You went back against any any of them. They've all been really good, to be fair, this season. So good luck to them. And um, they're, they're flying the flag. They're, they're really doing well. They have, and Crayford Athletic with a good win before Christmas against uh, Mildeen in the in a cup game. So they, they look good for the cups this year. Uh, Greenwich Elite going about their business quietly after a loud start, it must be said, in the summer. Uh, they've they've quieted down and carried on. And Hartford Athletic, we know on their day, are a good side, all going into the county cups, representing the league, hopefully uh, grabbing wins uh, while they're there. So, Gibbs, your games of the week this week. Uh Hopefully, all the weather doesn't affect us too much. Let's hope not. Yes, predictor this week, Mark Dolby back. He missed it. I could tell he was straight back with the answers today, either that or he's not at work because we're recording on Bank <laughs> Holiday Monday. Uh, so, the first game, Red Velvet taking on Ball Tarks. We did talk about it in the run through. Um, Red Velvet, I think, like so many teams, are going to need to be, like Woolwich Royals, perhaps, are going to have to be on their game 100% to get anything out of this. But we do know that uh, Red Velvet have got something about them. Uh, if anyone can beat the Bulldogs, it's them. Yeah, right. they know where the goal is. They can score a goal. Um, I'm going to go Red Velvet 2-1. 2-1 to Red Velvet from Gibbs. Uh, Mark back in the Bulldogs 3-2. Um, this is in 90 minutes, obviously, being a cup game. I think this is going to extra, I think this is going to penalties. So I'm going to go with uh, Desmond. Oh, we must... We must shout out Desmond Tutu died. So every time over Christmas, so every time we 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 say a Desmond a Tutu, we're, we're a two all draw. We're remembering the great man himself. Gibbs, any words about uh, Desmond Tutu before we move on? Um, not not from me. You've kind of put me on the spot there, but yes, let's um let's uh, move on. Good. Um, <laughs> let, let's move on and let's um, re remember him every time the, the result comes up with a prediction so a win for either team and a draw predicted for this one uh, on Sunday obviously the predictions remain as bad as they were in 2021 the next one a massive game real good team teams this very equal uh, as far as I'm concerned Borden Sports Reserves the Bandits taking on um, one of the most informed teams in West for this season, Gibbs, it has to be said. Elton Lions yeah. look fantastic this year. What a great game. Uh, Mark is backing his lads to win. What's he gone? 3-2 again. 4-3, oh, four four two. Two. Four sorry. 4-3. Um, is he planning to put himself on a, a, a centre-half for the last 10 minutes to let Elton Lions have one? I don't know. Maybe there's something we don't. Um, 
But he is backing his own team for free. Interesting. Do you know what? I'm going to say Elton Lions 3 2. 3 2 to Elton Lions. And I've got a lot of time for Borden, and not I? I really have. I just think that the form that um, that uh, Elton Lions are in at the minute, it's very hard to see past them at the minute. They do look good. And again, I think I'm going to go for a draw with this one. Again, I think it's going to go to um, it's going to go to penalties this one. That's not me bottling it. This, both teams have been good this year, it has to be said. Uh, we know the Bandits have got goals. If, uh, if Elton Lions can neutralise that particular threat with the Bandits, um, then, then they'll do well. But I think another Desmond, another Desmond uh, with this one at the end of 90 minutes. Okay. And it'll be a great game. Uh, Kingsford taking on uh, into Belvedere is the next one. Another cup game. I think all of our games are from the cup um, this week. Um, yeah, Kingsford taking on into Belvedere in the Burt Holloway. Um, Mark back in the Inter Belvedere boys 4-2. Uh, I'm going to back the Inter Belvedere boys to win 2-1. Gibbs, what do you think? Uh, Inter Belvedere 2-1. Do you know what? I'm going to... Just think for points-wise, I think this game could go either way. I'm going to back Kingsford. Uh, I'm going to back Kingsford 2-1. 2-1 to Kingsford. The, this All these games are so good, it's hard to call them. Uh, they could go either way. Uh, UTR taking on Woolwich Royals. Uh, Mark has gone with a big 8-2 win for Under the Radar. I'm not sure it's going to be that, Mark. I have to say, I, I can see an, an Under the Radar win. I don't think it's going to be a bashing, Gibbs. Definitely no, not. No, I don't think it'll be a bashing. And um, like I said, I think it's, um, it's a free swing for Woolwich Royals. Um, I don't think they'll get beat heavily. Um I think they'll be in the game. It's, it's very hard to see past UTR, even though what I said in the talk, but you've got to really put a shift in and outwork them. Um, I'm going to say 4-2 under the radar. 4-2 under the radar for Gibbs. I'm going to go 4-1 under the radar. Um, but I don't think, I think the Woolwich Royals uh, will make a good account of themselves. Luckily, we'll get to have a look at them on the, on the under the radar videos. Uh, but yeah, 8-2, uh, Mark, that is a bit... That's a bit much for me. That's a bit much for me, that. I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe Woolwich Royals don't use the bar at Gordon Sports. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> maybe not. Uh, so, guys, before we go, uh, just a little sportsman's bet on your one uh, for Sunday against Barnhurst. Um, obviously, we might have made more games to talk about. It doesn't seem that many games this week. Um, what's your prediction for your one this week against Barnhurst? 8-2 to Pekora. 8-2? No, I'm joking. Um, full credit to Barnhurst. Um I, I, it'll be very close, I reckon. Um, I would say 2-1 Peckhamer. 2-1 to Peckhamer. All the best, Gibbs, for your game on Sunday. Whatever happens uh, in the game, I'm sure uh, Steve and all the lads after from Barnhurst will be good company if you choose to have a drink with them and all that stuff. I wish you all the best. Hope for the hope for the win on Sunday. Cheers, mate. Thank you. you have a good Tyler, mate. See you next week. See you, mate. Bye-bye. So now for the OBD SFL results, we got some games to talk about in the County Cup yesterday uh, with Jamie. Jamie, how you doing, mate? Feliz Navidad, son. <laughs> uh, did you have a good one? Uh, aye, just nice and quiet, but good rest, ready to go again for January and beyond. 
passport. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are ready to go. Um, COVID won't stop me. That's for sure. Well, it has. I mean, it has. I've been out since Boxing Day, but uh, luckily, I think Wednesday is my 10 days. So I'll be back out there coughing and splattering over everyone on Saturday and Sunday this week. National lockdown on Thursday. Yeah, that'll be my luck. I can't go out anymore. Uh, so the, the results from the 2nd of January, as I say, all um, all County Cup games, Kent Cup games by the looks of it. Uh, Blendon awarding SE Dons and away walkover in their Kent Sunday Prem Cup. That's a shame. Um, fantastic uh, previous games between them two uh, in Cup semi-finals. So was looking forward to that one. Dons go through in that one. Uh, Sports Kings All-Stars make a good account of themselves against Hatcham. They lose 3-1. However, Hatcham on to the next round of the Sun- Kent Sunday Prem Cup that has their name on it, of course. Uh, Ellis Athletic nil, Footscray Lions from Westfar 3. Ellis uh, lit, uh, out of the Kent Cup. I don't think they'll be too bothered about that, that one, to be honest. Uh, Kent Sunday Junior Trophy Hatchin Beck and a man are flying high and not played for not played much football, Jamie. Uh, they get taken to pen to put to penalties after a one-all draw with the impressive AFC Wilgar. Uh Hatchin Beck and a man are going through on pens. Good result that, Jamie, because AFC Wilgar have been a good team this season. And last year, it must be said. Yeah, they have. And you don't know what kind of availability these teams had um over the weekend, given it was Castell just after New Year. So yeah. just getting through in the cups all that matters. Absolutely, in the COVID situation and all this, that and the other. Um, a good result for Hatch and Beckham. Uh, AFC Wilgar will, will most likely more have um, league promotion on their minds. They might not be that bothered about going out of the Kent Cup. Who knows? I know it's a good it's a good thing to, to win in, um, but they'll be looking to go up the divisions rather than uh, the Cups this year. Uh, Woosh United awarding Hollisters uh, an away walk over this week in their Kent County uh, junior trophy game, unfortunately. Uh, hopefully, everyone is safe uh, and it's not a big, no big issues while we're awarding walkovers. Jamie, so some fixtures for this coming Sunday, the 9th of January. Um, lots of games to be played. We'll get to the predictions at the end. Guest predictor John White is with us yet again. He might as well not bother though, Jamie. He's doing atrociously on the scores. Per performance. Good job his team's doing well. Because if it was yeah. his predictions, he, he would be sacked. Yeah, he'd be in the same boat as Armin. <laughs> uh, and the senior, Kumazi take on FC Bickley. An intriguing game, this one. A real good-looking game. Uh, two of the sort of older heads there of the senior division. Uh, Bickley on the back of an un an undeserved loss, I want to say, uh, against Kenningwell just before Christmas. Um, just the more clinical Kenningwell um, came coming out the winners uh, and Kamazi going doing well in the cup, Jamie. But they're going to want to turn some of this cup form into uh, into the league to try and pull themselves away from this relegation zone. They have to. Um, simple as that. It's the time of the year now when you need to start picking up results, uh, picking up points, and getting a run to going together. So they need to start in a, a tough game, but they're capable. Um, but I think you know the, the top two playing games, uh, senior games will be absolute battles. Absolutely, Blendon taking on Farnborough Old Boys uh, Guild at Flamingo Park on Sunday. Hopefully, the Blendon boys have a team um, to put out 
um, that that pitch in this weather, though, Jamie, I don't hold much hope if that if that is going to go ahead. Um, it does like a bit of does like to hang on to water, doesn't it? There, so it could we could be in trouble anyway if we get any rain. Um, but that's a real a real fantastic game, a battle um, of a game. That one, absolutely uh, great. Right, next ones: Hatcham take on the Wall. Intriguing game. Hatcham trying to maintain their unbeaten start in the league, uh, and the Wall after being promoted from the Prem, are more than holding their own. Um, been unlucky in some big games, last-minute winners going against them. Um, they're going well in cups. Jamie, is this a step? Is this another step too far for the wall? Or will, will they prove to be um, dodgy opposition for high-flying Hatcham? They, they, was it Hatcham they ran close in the cup? Was it not like a last-minute winner in that game? I think, I don't know, I might be wrong. Um, I think they'll be sterile opposition, but uh, I'd like to see Hatcham keep their winning run going and keeping that title challenge going. So um, I think the wall will make it difficult and they're capable of getting a result. Uh, but I think Hatcham, if they're on it, should get the three points. It'll be a real good good game. And we'll hear from Andrew and Jamie from Hatcham later on in the show as our guest slots return in 2022. Uh, Kennywell Lambeth All-Stars, uh, arguably the game of the day in the senior division there, Jamie. Two stylish teams. Uh, hopefully on a lovely pitch. Uh, inconsistencies hampering both teams at the moment, it must be said. Uh, but Jamie, if I wasn't doing anything this Sunday, I'd probably be heading down there to watch that. That would be a beauty. Uh, same. Uh, for, for whatever reason, my game gets called off, which I doubt. Um, I would, that would be my first stop, I think. It would be fantastic. Good luck to both teams. Um, we really want to see... Uh, it seems to be SE Dons and Hatcham um, that, and them two alone, really, at the top of the title. We need to see... Uh, one of the pack below breakaway really put some consistent results together to challenge these two because at the moment it doesn't look uh, like there's much of a fight being put up by anyone else. Everyone's beating each other. Obviously, a win either way on Sunday doesn't help either of these two teams either, really, uh, or the losing team. But yeah, good luck to both teams. That will be a classic. Uh, in the Premier Division, Hacienda take on Groundhoppers. Uh, MSL take on Saha. That looks like a good game. And Sporting Club Thamesmead against Sports King All-Stars. Uh, Sports King All-Stars on the back of a loss against Hatcham. No disrespect to Sports King in that, Jamie. Um, we know Hatcham are flying this year. Uh, but those three games, I mean, it shows our quality, the Prem Division is. That is such a nice day in the Prem Division. It's cracking, isn't it? I mean, three top quality games, six good sides. Um, I think you could either of them could go either way, so... Um, expecting draws across the board, I think. Yeah, Hacienda obviously doing well. They'll 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 need to maintain this this decent run they're at. They're at the only really consistent team in the Prem Division so far this season. Uh, but Grand Hoppers have the senior division pedigree um, throughout that team, so there'll be there'll be no uh, there'll be no mean feat for Hacienda to beat them. MSL have been good. Saha, we know everyone's waiting for Saha for that for them to kick in this season. It hasn't happened yet. Uh, Sporting Club Thamesmead's inconsistencies continue against a decent Sports King All-Stars. What a great day in the Prem Division. Good luck to all teams there. In Div 1, Club Langley take on FC Kawuya. Uh, Hatcham Royals take on LIC. That could be a long day for Lewisham Islamic Centre. Hatcham Royals have been flying in the league. Their only real bad results, Jamie, coming uh, in the Cups. Uh, Lewisham Islamic Centre are struggling uh, table-wise in the Division 1. It could be a, a, a comfortable day for Hatcham Royals. 
I, I expect it to be. Um, no disrespect to Lewisham, but I think, as you say, Hatcham Royals in the league have been a different animal for winning the cup. So, uh, yeah, I think Hatcham Royals to get the win there for me. I think we agree on that one. Uh, game of the day in Div 1, no two ways about it. Lesser Albion taking on West Wickham. Uh, West Wickham have taken this Division 1 season by the by the horns so far uh, this season. Looked like a real good team uh, for promotion being the bare minimum hope for them. Uh, but Lesser Albion have had some good results as well. Jamie, that one, bit of a standout game for me. That'll be a, a real good game down at the Pavilion. Yeah, um, very hard to call, I think, as we'll find out. But um, could go either way, that one. Absolutely. Uh, Royal Southwark looking to catch up on some of these league games. They haven't played much football this season. They play struggling Bexley United, it has to be said. Uh, Bexley, Bexley having a bit of a wobble um, this season uh, in the league. Uh, uh, Royal Southwark, really, we expected them to be um, comfortable this season. It hasn't happened that way for the for the Royals, Jamie. Um, this could be a tricky game for them, but if they if it goes right for Royal Southwark uh, and that firepower happens, then they, sh- they should walk away with the three points. Yeah, I think if, if Bexley can make it difficult for them um, and stay in the game, then I think they're definitely capable of nicking a result there. If not, and they're not on it, then Royal Southwark could potentially run all over them. So I'll, I think a lot depends on how well Bexley play. Of course, and we know Dean will have those boys um, organised um, and 100% effort will happen if, if that if that's the case, then the result. If the result doesn't go their way, at least they know they've done all they can. Uh, good luck to both teams. We've got a lot of time for you. Both teams there in Division 2. Uh, Mariners taking on Broccoli. Jamie, this... Uh, how... how much of these games have become must-win now for the Mariners? Oh, well, this one certainly is. Um, we got to start picking up points and wins, obviously, so no two ways about it. Um, we put the pressure on ourselves. We need to go and win this weekend, so we've not played Broccoli for a little while. Um, we've only really played them on the their ground on the, on the 4G, so home advantage, we'll look to make that count. Um, and yeah, we've just got to get there, get three points no matter what. I don't care if it's a stinking performance and we win one now, one that rolls off somebody's big toe. That's that's what we need to go for and get three points. Simple as that. How is the how are the injuries and the availability uh, of the squad looking after Christmas? Uh, slightly better. Um, should be all right. Should have a decent squad for Sunday. Uh, might all bring myself out of retirement. You never know. Uh, just for the banter. <laughs> I wish you all the best on that one, Broccoli uh, and their reserves. The reserves seem to be the, the better team out of the two in their respective leagues. Um, so this is it's starting to be a bit must-win for the Mariners now, as I said earlier. Um, you find yourself uh, in some distance between yourselves and that relegation zone, Jamie. So, yeah, good luck for that one. Uh, the rest of the games for Div 2, Hayden Youth take on Chislurst. Uh, LSU Lions take on DC Football. Um, a classic, that one, Jamie, if ever we've seen one. Uh, and New Beckenham taking on Manor Wood is a fantastic game in Div 2. Uh, Alpington take on Blase Ballers and Phoenix Sports 2 versus Western. Probably the standout game of the fixtures on that one, Jamie, but uh, New Beckenham Manor Wood looking tasty as well. Yeah, I mean, I think all those games are quite evenly matched in terms of where teams are in the table. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, for informed my so, um, yeah. So I think the the bottom, uh, sort of New Becker and Manorwood and Phoenix Western are probably the two standout games. Um, but Orpington Blasey will be a very, yeah, very close game, uh, and Hayden will look to obviously capitalise on Chiselhurst's poor form, even though they got a couple of 
a couple of results in the cups, I think. So yeah, it's it's, it's all to play for in division two in a minute. Real good division. Um, as you say, Openton Blase Bowlers. They the Openton, we know they're a, a, a tough team to play against. Blase have come into the OBDSFL this season and uh look comfortable in division two. They're having a good season. So yeah, all of those games uh, should be pretty good. Uh good luck to everyone in Div Three. The Warren taking on Old Langlians. Uh, Belmont Athletic taking on Italia Wastils. That would be a good game. Uh, and Crayford Arrows play to Tudor Sports Rangers. Um, Ellis Athletic, after losing in the Cup this week, play Woosh United. Uh, Woosh have been good in Div 3. And um, Hatch and Beckham Manor take on Hayden Youth Reserves. Um, some good games there in Div 3. Um, the Ellis Athletic against Woosh one. Standing out, Jamie, is a good contest. Yeah, hopefully, I know Woosh had a walkover at the weekend, so hopefully they get a team out for that, because that'll be a good game. Um, and if Hayden reserves, possibly nick a result against Hatch and Becker and Manor, if they, obviously they struggled a little bit against Wilgar, so there's, a, there's an opportunity there. Absolutely. Good luck to everybody in Div 3. In Div 4, uh, Letter Christchurch take on FC United. It could be a tough day for the Christchurch boys. Broccoli Reserves, resurgent Broccoli Reserves take on East Wickham Wanderers. Uh, the Broccoli Reserves will be looking at that as, as a winnable game. East Wickham have struggled this season uh, and Broccoli Reserves have impressed um, after some tough years uh, in the OBD SFL. They look like a real good team this season for Div 4. Uh, so good luck, boys. Um, top of the pile, Crayway take on FC United of Bromley and SMCA play Crayford Arrows Reserves. All good fixtures again uh, to start the the year off in Div Four, Jamie. Yeah, it was, it was difficult, obviously, to leave like SMC, uh, Crayford Arrows reserves. Any other week would probably be uh, in game of the week. So, yeah, um, yeah there's some really tasty ties. Uh, it's good to see a lot of league games getting played. I know there's some outstanding cup games. We've got one ourselves that's obviously still to get played. So it's good to see that we're getting some league games, especially in those lower divisions, yeah. where when we looked at the tables, there were so many games still to play. Yeah, we need to we need to start getting them league games played. But in Bob we trust. In Bobby P we trust, Jamie. So always, um, always. He's an avid listener. So Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to Bob. Merry Christmas, Bob. Uh obviously he finished his stint working at the Glades as the uh as Father Christmas in the grotto. So he's back <laughs> he's back to doing he's back to doing the fixtures now for the OBD SFL with a pocket full of cash. So go and spend it wisely, Bob. Uh in Div Five. Benhurst play Shortland Spitfires. Uh, Kelsey Park play Hayes Old Boys. Uh, Kingsdale take on Hayes and Pickhurst. Um, Hayes and Pickhurst really looking like a good outfit for Div 5. Um, an inconsistent Kingsdale on their day. Uh, that's a winnable one for them, Jamie. But Hayes and Pickhurst just seem to be unstoppable at the minute. Yeah, a wee win for me. I know Kingsdale are very much Jekyll and Hyde of Division 5. But yeah, I think Hayes and Pickhurst should win that. I think so too. Uh, Phoenix Sports 5 take on Petswood Road Runners. Uh, all the Phoenix Sports Clubs doing well this year and having good seasons. Uh, and Essie Ballers taking on Orpington Colts. Come on, the Colts! Uh, the Ballers not having a great year. Uh, Colts, they're not having a great year either, it must be said. Um, but uh, yeah, we always shout, come on, the Colts. Essie uh, Lions take on Bexy Athletic. Uh, SE Lions will, will be uh, needing a win after a bit of a wobble in December. It has to be said, Bexley Athletic in the in the league, um, they struggle. It has to be said. So a winnable game for SE Lions down in Sidcup. Good luck to both teams. 
Um, Division five's last game, South London Spartans taking on FC Peak. Uh, an improved uh, run of form for Peak uh, from November last year. Um, they saw them winning game of the week, I think, result of the week, um, just before Christmas. South London Spartans on their day. A good side, Jamie. Um, tough to call that one. Yeah, um, I think South London Spartans have been about hit and miss. Um, but as you say, Peak maybe on form, mate, just take that. Interesting game. Good luck to everybody uh, in the OBD SFL games now for some, some County Cup games. Uh, in the Kent Sunday Premier Cup, uh, Ryefield Vipers from the Met League take on Rocker Seniors from the OBD SFL. Uh, an interesting game, that one. A lot said about Ryefield Vipers as one of the top sides in the Met League. Um, we'll see against, obviously, an improving Rocker. Each year they are getting better. Um, so that's an interesting game. Uh, in the London Sunday Junior Cup, AFC Wilgar uh, back to uh, County Cup duty this week after playing in the Kent version. This uh, Sunday just gone. Now they're playing in the Sunday Junior Cup against Hackney Wednesday. So good luck to AFC Wilgar. Unashamedly biased when it comes to OBD SFL uh, or teams in this section of the show, Jamie. Um, that it's never an easy game of get going up against unknowns in the junior in the county cups though is it no you just never know I mean the way they do the draws you could have top teams in the lower cups and vice versa so um, yeah good luck to Wilga and obviously all the OBD teams but yeah you just never know what you're going to come up against unfortunately absolutely not uh, London Seagulls take on Ministry of Ball uh, Beckenham Rovers against Mundial in the London Sunday Trophy uh, Mundial, I think, are a decent side. So uh, Beckham Rovers will have a tough day um, this weekend. But they've, we know the pedigree there. They've got, they've got a good side. Uh, as South London Panthers take on Dover House Lions, um, that's going to be a tough day for South London Panthers. Uh, they've been a little bit up and down, Jamie. But as I say, we have to back the boys from the OBD SFL there. Hundred percent. Yeah. Good luck to them all. Uh, so the games of the week, as predicted as chosen, should I say, by Jamie and predicted by ourselves and um, John White from Hatcham Beckenham Manor. Jamie, the first one, Hatcham versus The Wall. Uh, not an easy game to call this at all. Or most of Hatcham's, all of Hatcham's joy, should I say, has come in the, the league. They've had some cup results um, that I'm sure we'll talk about later on in the show that they've been disappointed with especially the London Cup. Sorry to rub it in, boys. But a Kent Prem Cup win yesterday, the perfect way going in, put the perfect result going into this game. It is, yeah. Just keeps their form because they won just before Christmas, didn't they? Yeah. And they, they played on the 19th and that actually got me a point in the predictions, who would tell you. So I've closed <laughs> the gap by a point. Congratulations. Um, so uh, I think they, they've kind of just looked like they've been ticking over in training and stuff the whole time. So I think that will serve them well. Um, I think the wall are more than capable of causing them problems. And if Hatcham aren't on it, uh, then I think the wall would definitely fancy their chances, as they probably will. But uh, I think I'm going to go for 3-1 three, three Hatcham, I think. 3-1 to Hatcham. Mm -hmm. uh, John White, uncharacteristically, or characteristically, it turns out, he never backs a Hatcham team. He's gone two all. Desmond... I knew he would do that. A Desmond 2-2 in respect oh, yes. and memorial oh. for Mr. Desmond 2-2, Archbishop Desmond 2-2, who passed away over Christmas. So every time we predict that score, it's in it's in memorial for him, Jamie. Absolutely. We'll keep his memory going. Um, I'm going to go for a Hatcham win. What did you go for, Jamie? 
one. I'm going to go two one to Hatcham. Um, but I mean that could go that could go either way, as you say. I'm sure. I think this is a different Hatcham now, a more steely Hatcham, a hard working Hatcham, and that's exactly it's going to play into their hands against the wall. We know they seem to have a team, a squad of players that give everything for for the badge. But I think in Hatcham they've got. An, uh, an opposition that does that as well. And I just think that extra bit of quality uh, and ex- those extra 90 minutes in the legs um, on Sunday will get Hatcham over the line. Good luck to everybody there. Uh, Kenningwell against Lambeth All-Stars. Uh, Jamie, I mean, as I said earlier in the review, this is a, a stylist, stylistically, this is going to be a beautiful game of football. This is how we all, both teams play, how we want football to be played. Um, but what a game to predict. <laughs> that is hard, hard to call. John going with a 2-1 win for Kenningwell. Um, mm-hmm. They were clinical against Bickley when I saw them just before Christmas. Um, what do you think on this one, mate? I've been leaning towards a draw. Um, but yeah, I forgot about when Bickley beat Lambeth and stuff as well, didn't they? So, um, uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to go for a Desmond here myself and go stick with a draw. RIP, RIP to Desmond Tutu in respect. Jamie back in the two all. Oh God. I mean, it has to be said, if 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 Bickley had taken the chances against Kenningwell, then it would have been a different story altogether. So but Kenningwell had a fantastic couple of fantastic forwards. Uh and that's not to say they were lucky against Bickley, but I just don't, I don't know this, this one, this has got Desmond written all over it, but I'm going to back just for the, just for the points. I'm going to back. Um, I'm going to back Lambeth All-Stars to win 2-1. It's, it's, I mean, no result either way is a silly, silly prediction here. That's going to be a fantastic game of football. Good luck to both teams. Uh, got a lot of time for both teams and really would like to see them both put in some consistency together to challenge Hatcham. Uh, and the Dons, because both teams do fantastic things within their community or, or, or and on the pitch. So, uh, yeah, tough game to call that one. Um, Lesser Albion against West Wickham. Um, another clash of styles here. Jamie, the steely fighting spirit of um, Lesser Albion taking on West Wickham, who we know um, can play football. Uh, we've both seen them last season in their title or their their, their promotion chasing season from Div 2. Um, they seem to be taking it into Div 1. Is Lesser Albion going to prove to be a step too far for them in this successful season so far? This, this is the hardest one to call. Yeah, I think, I think it is. Um, I've got, I, I would normally lean towards West Wickham, um, but I am going to go against the green here. I'm going to go for 2-1 Lesser. Okay, they they they're they're a tough team to play against. They're they're a tough team. Anyone Div One or below, um, they are they're they're a top side Lesser Albion. I'm I think I'm going to go with you, and I'm going to go Lesser Albion to win. Um, I'm going to go one nil. I think it's going to be very tight. Um, home advantage, perhaps. Um, the only thing that splits them two for me on Sunday. Uh, John White game with a three-one West Wickham win. Again, it's not stupid. Yeah, um, to I quite that. easily, quite easily could go for that myself. But yeah, I've just got a feeling Lesser might nick something. Yeah, I fancy Lesser um, this weekend as well. Uh, good luck to both teams. Obviously, we like the West Wickham boys. Been on the podcast before. Um, yeah, that'll be a good one. Uh, and Phoenix Sports seconds 
uh, playing Westrum. Uh, Westrum not really kicking on from that fantastic result they had against Hatch and Wales in the Cup, Jamie. In fact, I think I remember they lost their last game uh, before Christmas or their last game. They've certainly um, had a, a game, a, a result that they didn't want. Um, John back in the Phoenix Sports second boys uh, to win 2-1. What, what do you think, Jamie? Uh, I, I'm thinking along the same lines, but I think I'm going to go 3-2 Phoenix. 3-2 to Phoenix. Mm. Uh, yeah. if, you, if you're going for that, I'm, I can't back against Phoenix. I, the, all the reports from the Bickley lads were that they were a good, a good side. Just the, the bit of experience that the, that the Bickley lads had was, the, was the, the telling bit that got them over the line. Um, it's tough, isn't it? Very tough. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to back the Phoenix boys again. I'm gonna go with a one nil on that one. Although they score a lot of goals. Yeah, they do. Uh, what did you say? Three two. Um, two nil to Phoenix. I'm going for it. To me, it looks like Westrum conceded. They've conceded as many as they've scored. Um. And Phoenix Sports seconds have only let three goals in in four games. So they're obviously that's tight. They're tight at the bat and they've scored a lot of goals. I'm going to go 2 0 to Phoenix Sports 2. That'll be an excellent game, though. Uh, Western really grabbing the, the eye with that cup win against um, against Hatch and Royals. But really, it's been a, a fair to middling season for them overall. They've, they've lost more than they've won in the league. So um, obviously, finding their feet still in Div 2. Jamie. Um, I wish you all the very best with your game against Broccoli. It's not going to be easy, um, nope. but probably the best time to play a team like Broccoli with no momentum whatsoever. Um, and you, the boys, as I say, it's must win for you. It is. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how we go. Fingers crossed. We can pull it out of the bag. All the best, mate, and hopefully see you next week. Cheers. Bye. God. So now for the Quarter Municipal uh, section brought to you by COVID. The, this is, is this the first podcast broadcast from two people with COVID, po- testing positive for COVID in, South, in Sunday League football podcast history? I think so. We are, we are, we are a groundbreaking podcast. We are. We're <laughs> using technology. You can't catch COVID via Zoom, so we're doing this from isolation, Rog. Um, <clears throat> You're feeling decidedly worse than me. I don't think you've had a healthy podcast recording for some time, though, mate. Well, I've just, you know, yeah, I seem to have had this this cold that won't go away, and uh, yeah, over the last few days, I've just progressively felt worse and worse. Um, yeah, tested and um, finally, I had another test this morning. Well, not anyone, and tested positive. So, um, yeah, had a booking for my PCR. I'm hoping it's a, it's a dodgy result, but um, the way I'm feeling, I don't think it is. We. We're always going to be recording uh, distant today using Zoom because I'm isolating. So no harm done. Uh, I wish you all the best. Hopefully you get hopefully you get better. It means you won't get to your uh, game on Sunday in the oh, Surrey FA Cup. Devastated. Uh, good luck to your boys and that. We'll get to that in a minute. We'll do the predictions after. Uh, guest predictor this week. Russell is back. Um, with some good games to predict in the Quarter Municipal. First up, the Michael Donovan Premier Division. Uh, Quarter JFC. Against Bozjam, first up, uh, two teams desperate for a win. Quaden JFC seemingly haven't played any football at all this season, I know, Roger, yeah. um, and they really need to start putting some wins together. They do, yeah. Um, 
they're they're in the, they've not been there they've not been themselves this season at all. Um, not played for a long time now, which is probably not going to help them. Um, saying that, I do think they'll have enough about them to to, to get a win against um, against Boss Jam, but I, I don't think it'd be easy for them. Not at all. Uh, and the <laughs> next game in the Michael Donovan Premier, uh, two teams uh, really going all guns blazing at the moment. Two good form teams uh, below Spartans in the in the Prem Division. Uh, PSG against Addiscombe Casuals. Uh, great game back uh, for both teams. Addiscombe Casuals have been on a good run. Uh, with their cup and league form, I think that's five or six on the bounce for them uh, at the moment. Rog and PSG destroyed Sanderstead under under strength. Sanderstead, it must be said, uh, but PSG destroying them before um, the break. Um, this is an intriguing game. Yeah, very very good game. Um, yeah, casuals. I think that's five on a spin. I'm sure they posted it all over social media a hundred times. Um, but delighted for them. Um, and I think I think. I think they're going to have a good game Sunday as well. I, I, you know, I just think they're riding they're on such a crest of a wave at the moment. Um, I think they may have a little bit too much for, for PSG. Although saying that, I think it was a good time to play casuals because their break, you know, would have would have sort of dented their momentum a little bit. Um, but yeah, it makes for a really good game that um, at John Fisher. I might have even travelled a little bit further to the John Fisher sports ground on Sunday if I could referee that one. Roger, I must yeah. say. Golden, if you're listening. <laughs> hint, hint, uh, Golden. Uh, Division one, Huxley Guards take on Woodside. Uh, Woodside resurgent. It must be said they've had a good, they had a good December. Huxley Guards season really stuttering uh, from from the start. Roger, it could be a tough day for Huxley Guards that one on Sunday. Yeah, I think so. Unfortunately, um, uh, and the similar thing must be said for Southside Blues, unless some, we've had a Christmas miracle for them, uh, London Warriors against Southside Blues, looking like uh, an away and home win there and could be comfortable both ways. I, I think so. Although saying that, Southside Blues did have a good start to the season. Um, yeah. kind of got, they have got it in them. They have, got, they have got a good side. If they can get their players to turn up, which they seem to have been struggling of late, um, if they can get their players to turn up, um, I, think they can, I think they can have a go at London Warriors. Um, but that's a big if. Um, so you'd have to make Warriors slight favourites in that game. Um, and Huxley, yeah, just um, just just not going right for them this season. Woodside, uh, bang in form, um, and they'll be looking to get another three points on the board and, and climb the table. Absolutely. Good luck to all the teams there. Uh, it's a, it's been a tough time for Huxley Guards, and we, we want their their um, we want their uh, we want them to improve. And Southside Blues too. From what I saw against Sarnestead, uh JFC in a, a game I refereed. There's a real good spine to that to the to the Southside Blues team and uh, with the extra players and maybe a, some fresh legs on the bench, you could see that there's potential for them to be a good side. Uh, it's just a shame that um, player availability uh, seems to have hampered um, the Southside Blues lads because, as I say, a good set of lads and and some good players as well uh, in Div Two. Dunaway Duppers potentially take on Addiscombe Corinthians. Hopefully, again, another team hampered by player availability. Um, they've not played much football, Roger, it's the 3rd of January at the time of recording. Uh, Duppers go into this one's favourites, but um, Addiscombe Corinthians, we know, are a decent side if they can get their team out. Yep. Um, yeah, you'd make Duppers strong favourites. Um, having I went up against them earlier on in the season and they, they gave us a good go game. Um Corinthians, yeah, they just um, for whatever 
I don't know if I don't know if they just got no players, but you know, I commend them for for sticking at it and and you know trying to get things, uh, trying to get a team together. But you know, I don't know at what point we as a league say, look, enough's enough. Because there's players there that they, they they must have some players, and there's there's some players there that would want to go and play elsewhere and yeah, bolster other things. So you know, I'm hoping for Gordon's sake that he, that they have turned a corner and can get a team out. Um, yeah. But you don't want to see no. team you don't want to see a team fold. But as you say, there must be players signed or registered to Addiscombe Corinthians that want to go and kick a ball on on a Sunday, and whether that's in Addiscombe Corinthians colours or another team's colours, um, mm-hmm. they want to play football. So. Um, as hard as it may be to sort of say, because I call it an end, I think if the guys don't start playing some games in, in January, then that, that decision perhaps needs to be made and, and free those players up to go and sign elsewhere. Um, because it's just a, what a waste of time for those lads. And no disrespect, no disrespect to anyone trying to save Addiscombe Corinthians, but think about the players. They, exactly. they, they must they must want to go and play football. Exactly. And I mean, I'm sure if, if Gordon still has... Um, you know, plans to keep the Corinthians name going. And I mean, it could always call, you know, like put an end to it this season and, you know, go and tell the lads, go and play for the rest of the season and come back in the summer and, and see if we can get the players into to go again next season. But, um, you know, I suppose that's the decision and the chat he's got over his players. Absolutely. Uh, goal coaching, take on South London Royals. Uh, that could be a good game. And South Sea Wanderers against KFC. Uh, it looks to me, well, just like a few games there where Home win, home win, home win is quite is quite predictable. I, th- I think so, yeah. Especially you know, you look at the South Sea and KFC game. Um, South Sea are flying, KFC uh, are frying. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> That's COVID. That brought to you by COVID. That joke. That's one of the best ones you've done. That's a Roger Mo- a gold Roger moment of the uh, of the Silk Grassroots Podcast Network <laughs> recording schedule. I like that one, mate. It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well done uh, in Div 3 uh, Addington United take on Gold Coaching Reserves that could be a massacre as we like to say uh, yep. Gold Coaching leaking goals uh, Addington United um, free scoring they've had a good year um, so Rog yeah we fear a little bit for the uh, fear for the Gold Coaching Reserves boys but as they do they'll play their game um, yep. they've carried themselves with, with honour so far this season against adversity and some some really horrible results for them on paper. Um, Addington United will be looking to continue this title run that they've that they've put together out of nowhere. Uh, goal coaching reserves could probably take some solace from watching their progression, watching their opponents on Sunday's uh, progression over the last couple of seasons. Watch definitely, yeah. Um, you know, you'd, you'd like to you'd like to think that Addington United is just going to start off this year as they've ended the last year. Um, yeah, goal coaching is you know it's, it's been 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 a, been a terrible start to the season start to the season for them. But as a new team, you know you're going to come into some teaming problems and uh, and you just got it's just about sort of getting over the worst of it and try you know carry on doing what you're doing and um, results will come your way if they just look at Addington United and more recently you know Croydon United as well seemingly to have you know, turned a corner. Absolutely, <clears throat> good luck to both teams there. Uh, obviously, Addington going into that heavy favourites. Uh, Croydon United against Souls could be a really good game. Uh, Souls not really putting any sort of momentum or form together. Uh, Croydon United in their uh, first year in the Croydon Municipal have improved from the early days of the season. So that's not this one. Uh, Roger could go either way. Looking forward to seeing the results yeah. of this one. 
Yeah, I think, yeah, you, you know, yeah, on current form, you'd say it's go either way. Um, at the start of the season, you would have said it was, you would have made Souls heavily favourites, but um, yeah, I think a resurgence, Croyd United probably got it within them to get a result to get a result against Souls. Absolutely. Good luck to both teams. FC 25 against South London Royals Reserves. Probably the game of the day in the division. Um, South London Royals Reserves looking outsiders now, really, for title hopes, but certainly uh, will be in the mix for um, promotion. Uh, FC 25 probably sitting slightly further outside of those hopes, but uh, we know on their day, FC 25 are a decent side. Yes, definitely. Um, uh, Yeah, I think it's going to be a bit a step too far for... To, to win the title for, for South London Royals reserves, but yeah, there's no no nothing to say they can't can't still gain promotion, which is which is what I, th- I think would be John's first target of the season was to get promoted. Um, so yeah, that's not beyond them. FC twenty five not had the season they would have hoped for so far, um, but like you said, they are capable of of, of getting good results. Um, I think they took Ostjam right down to the wire in, in the League Cup recently. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it should, makes, for a, makes for a very good game. Um, that'll probably way. That will be a good game. Uh, Santola against Chelsea Athletic Reserves. Uh, sadly, that looks a comfortable Santola win again. Chelsea Athletic Reserves struggled this year all by one massive result against goal coaching Rezies, I think it was at the beginning of the season. Uh, the yep. pair of the, those two reserve teams have struggled um, this year, the goal coaching boys and Chelsea Athletic. Uh, but they carry on turning up and playing their games. As I say, that's that's testament and um, they carry themselves with honour. So I respect that a hell of a lot. Uh, and a big game in the title race. Um, so Park Rangers won't, will know that Addington go into their game against old uh, goal coaching reserves. Massive favourites. This must win for Surrey Park Rangers against Fulton Heath Rangers. You have to say, Rog, Surrey Park are the favourites, but Fulton Heath on yep. their day, they're no <clears> pushovers. <throat> No, definitely not. Um, you know they've, they've had a couple of decent, decent results. Um, you know they've not really pulled up any trees, but um, they've had a couple of good results. Same Park Rangers, free scoring. Although there's been a couple of games this, of, of of late, especially of late, where they've not scored so many. So um, you know, no better time than to play them just after a break when they're not flying high. Um, yeah, I could 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 be a tricky one for Surrey Park Rangers if they're not on if they're not at their best. I think. It's these games where you think Addington and Surrey Park Rangers have pretty much had it their own way this season in Division 3. Uh, when they do come up against stiffer opposition, such as South London Royals Reserves and, and Fulton Eve Rangers, it's these wins that will feel, um, when they look back at, and, on a successful season, um, it'll be these wins that teams will think, well, yeah, that, that's when that those were the results we did it. Other than the big games against their, their rivals, these wins um, could decide the title. So... Uh, good luck to both teams. That will be a blinder. Uh, in the League Challenge Cup, uh, Spartans against Albo United. Um, jumps off the, the screen there, Rogers. A fantastic game. Both teams free scoring. Uh, Spartans yeah. last one last game, <coughs> destroying Alpenton and Bromley senior side. Uh, Farnborough Old Boys in the London Cup. <coughs> Before that, losing out to the Wall, but making a fantastic um, account of themselves in the Surrey Premier Cup. It's time back to League Cup duties uh, against Albo. Obviously, we know they're making lots of headlines amongst the league community with being free scoring, a little bit leaky at the back. Um, they're going to have to be watertight at the back on Sunday, Rog, and keep that firepower going. And it's going to be a step too far for Albo United, perhaps this Sunday. I, 
I think so. Um, saying that, I think, you know, some of the Spartans players may look at this game and think, you know, it's an easy game, it's an easy win. Um, and then may just take their eye off the ball. Yeah. Um, I do yeah. think I do think Alba will, will go and have a good go at Spartans. And I and I and I do think they won't I think they'll make life a bit difficult for Spartans. Um that being said, Spartans will just do what Spartans do, I, I think, and and get the win, grind the win out. Um but yeah, I, I do I do think it'll be a really interesting game down that down at down at um, Coney Hall, that one. It's the game where complacency will kill Spartans. We know they're dominant. We know in the quarter municipal um, setup, we know they're the best team. They're the best squad of players. Um, they're 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 doing well in the London um, in the Premier London Cup. Um, so it's all going well for Spartans. Um, it's these games if they choose to rotate, perhaps if they over rotate players that haven't had very many minutes and take their eye off the ball, um, they could uh, be, they could come a cropper in this one. I don't think that will happen. Um, but it's a good test for Spartans and a good test for to to see if they if they do need to rotate if they if there are um, weeks where they've got a London Cup game coming up or a big um, prem game against uh, the Lambeth All Stars or PSGs um, of Lambeth All Stars Lambeth Lions or PSGs of the world um, that they can <coughs> go to the the squad um, and pull results out the bag uh, to rest the more important boys or pe- people with niggles or. Or unavailability. So this is a good test for them. This is this is for me. It's a Spartans win written all over it. Um, but Albo, yep. it, it will show them where they are, and obviously they aspire to be into the top. They aspire to be in the top division. It'll be a good indicator for them too. Oh, definitely. And this is and this, this is going to be about doubt the the hardest game that Albo would have faced it since since they've entered the Croydon League, um, yeah. and, and that being cup, cup games as well, because Spartans are up there with with. Some of the best teams, it, 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 they're definitely the best team in Croydon. Um, you'd have to say, in current form, they're one of the best teams in London as well at the moment. So, oh, absolutely. Um, it's, it's it's a great yardstick for Albo. Um, see how you know where they are as a team. Um, you know what the, what they're up against, what they need to do to be up there. If they if they aim to be the best, then yeah, you know, it's this is this is this is this is what they're going to measure themselves up against. Absolutely. Good luck to both teams there. That'll be a, a, a their goals will be scored. Uh, that's that's for sure. And the next one in the League Challenge Cup, uh, Chelsea Athletic um, going about their business steadily in the Prem Division, taking on Kaizen uh, in your division. Well, Jai, no, Div Two, no, are they Div Two? two yeah. um, so a big, yeah. a, a good test for Kaizen again. Uh, fair to middling season for them. Uh, Chelsea mm-hmm. Athletic with a big step up to the Prem Division this year. Um, this again, you have to go with the Prem boys as the favourites here, but again, complacency. I don't think there's quite that gap between Chelsham and Kaizen as there is between Spartans and, and Albo. Uh, so an off day for Chelsham, and they could come a cropper. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think you know, Kaizen have had a couple of, I think, if I remember rightly, I think they beat South Sea Wanderers, uh, seven five or seven six early on in the season. So, um, we know they're a good side when they've got their players there. We know they can score goals. Um, it's whether they've gonna give the whether they can if they can get their best eleven out. I'd say I'd give them I'd, I'd give them a good chance of of, of beating Chelsea. But um, that, that that's a, a big if. Um, yeah. And Chelsea, you'd have to make them make them strong favourites for this game. I agree, and and having seen Chelsea uh, Athletic this season. They've certainly got a strong spine to the squad and and some and some good players. They're more than they're more than a strong spine. So 
it will have to be an off day for them on, on Sunday for Carson to go through. Uh, yep. they're, they're big favourites. Good luck to to both teams there. Uh, some uh, some county cup games coming up now for Croydon teams in the London Sunday Trophy. Uh, East Elite take on Croydon Municipal Prem Boys, uh, Lambeth Lions. Um, really only the cups, um, the county cups for Lambeth to play for now. Rog, so they'll be going all guns uh, for this. Um, some would yep. say this they should not they shouldn't be in in a, in a lower. Um, county Cup, they should be in a top cup, but they're still they're there and they want to win, uh, and they they will be favourites if they start getting through to the to the latter rounds of this competition. Yeah, I mean they've got they've got they've got the firepower, they've got the players. Um, you know, I I, I don't know anything about East Elite, if I'm honest. So, um, no, me neither. Yeah, just going just going off, go and go buy off Lambeth Lions and how they are. You'd have to say it's probably a, a, a nice, comfy win. Um, but then you know they. They're going to have to prioritise cups because it's looking very unlikely there that they're going to, you know, win win the Premier Division. Um, it looks like Spartans have got that wrapped up. Um, League Cup, I'm not too sure if they're still in there. I can't remember. Um, no, they so, yeah, lost to Addiscombe Casuals, didn't they? Ah, oh, they did. Yes, you're right. So yeah, you'd have, this this is this this should be and probably will be their number one priority now um, for Still West. So um, yeah, all your eggs in one basket. The Surrey FA Cup, uh, the junior section. <laughs> Um, RB Eagles taking on Cobbs, uh, unashamedly, but I'm bi- uh, biased, should I say, when it comes to the Quedon teams. Uh, good luck, Cobbs, there. Uh, Sinusid JFC taking on OBD SFL boys, Belmont Athletic, their second team, or is it the Met League team there? I don't know which was the first or second team there. Um, oh, good luck to Sinusid, yeah, uh, JFC, uh, and the last one, Rog. This is your one, sadly. As you've just found out today, he won't be there now. Uh, the Foresters Arms, the Forrester Arms taking on Saha 11. Yeah. Rog, what's the squad looking like for Sunday? Are, are we confident or is, are, we, are we worrying about um, uh, this one? I'm, still, I'm worried, not really worried. Um, it's, it's, it's stepping into the unknown. I don't know anything about the Foresters Arms. Um, I can't remember what league they're in now, but it's, it's, it's about an hour's, probably about an hour, half. 45 minutes to an hour's drive so it's it's Blimey. a bit of a trek for us um yeah well, are, they red, uh, are they red hill league or no they're not red hill they've played down in uh is it the garden it's the camberley league or guildford league or something like that yeah it's a, yeah, a bit of a trek for us um so yes yeah, hopefully it's getting a team there and getting a the team there on time um because preparation is everything um in football um, you know, the last thing you want is turning up with, you know, 10 minutes to go before kickoff and then having to sort of rush and warm up in and going yeah. straight to kickoff. Um, so, yeah, um, I only put a text out today and a couple of responses so far. Um, you know, I've got, got, I've got Reese back. He's been been injured for a while now. So that's that's massive for us. I've got a new star striker coming in as well. So that's good. <clears throat> so, yeah, um, at the moment, positive. Um, yeah. But it's just, just a shame I can't be there because I love away days in county cups. I love it. Yeah, so do I. So do yeah. I. Even even refereeing at grounds that you haven't refereed before, team you haven't seen before, it's yeah. always exciting. And, and mm-hmm. with no like history or expectations of the game, uh, it's always exciting to do those games. So, yeah, sadly, as you said, you won't be there, potentially. No. Um, so, yeah, you'll be lying on others. But we'll get into the predictions. Yep. For this coming Sunday, 
guest predictor Russell joins us straight in. Everyone was super keen this week this week for the predictions, which is nice. Hello, Russell. <laughs> Usually uh, he was keen. He was very keen. He said he's going to win it. He's, his aim is to win it now. He's winning this year. So um, he's all talk. He, he was bigging himself up. Probably the, fix it somehow. The challenge is on. <laughs> uh, so the first game, PSG against Addiscombe Casuals. Um, without doubt, the best game in the Prem Division this year. As we, And as we've said, both teams on the back of a good run of form, probably fighting it out for second place now, it must be said. Uh, Addiscombe Casuals um, come out of nowhere this season. Uh, real yeah. good run of form. Brilliant November uh, and December for them. Mm-hmm. Um, PSG with a big, huge win against Sandersted. Um, it's a confidence booster at the very least, uh, yep. beating a team the way they did. Uh, Russell has gone 2-1 PSG. Um, I've got to say, Roger, I've seen both teams in, in regular, I've seen both teams in recent months um, and I've, I'm going to go with Addiscombe Casuals this week. I have to say, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go two one for Addiscombe Casuals. I'm. I've seen them both against Sandersted as well. As, as much as I'm, as much as I love Tommy and Rich at PSG, and you know, I was, I was, I was wheeling them on to win the win the, win the Premier Division this year. Uh, I'm going to have to go with you, Andrew. I, I just think that the form that Casuals are in at the moment. Um, and I, 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 I don't really feel the break is going to affect them too much because I feel yeah. they're in, they're on such a high after winning, you know, after, after a poor start to the season for them, and then I think was it five in the five on the spin they've won, including some big scalps as well, Lambert Flyings, um, yep. a couple of good, a couple of good county cup wins as well. Um, yeah, I, you'd have to, I, I just have to go with them, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say three, three one to Casuals. 3-1, casuals. With, no one's backed. Oh, Russell was backed. Russell's PSG. I've got to say, I met Tommy after the game against um, Sinus de Pierce. And it, what a lovely guy. And every whatever people say about him seems to be correct. He's a lovely bloke. Um, yeah. And obviously, uh, spoke to uh, Richie from PSG on, on social media quite a lot. And he's backed us from day one and always supports us and says what a great show it is. There's lots of good people at PSG. We don't make this, if we chose, if all the results and predictions were made on a personal note, some teams we'd predict to win every week. Um, I just think the form can't be ignored. They're a young team in form, uh, Addison Casuals. Um, This will be a brilliant game uh, on Sunday. Yeah, and I I think both teams will really go for it. Um, Like I said, I I just think, uh, on current form, and I, I'd love to with Callas Casuals winning five minutes, and I just think they're going to be on on such a high from that um, that I, I just think that it'll, it'll just I think they'll just click back into it. Whereas I think PSG might might struggle to sort of get into the rhythm of play um, or get up to speed as quick as what Casuals will. Let's see. Good luck to both teams. Uh, Fulham <clears throat> will be the winner on that in that one on Sunday. That's for sure. Yep. Uh, London Warriors against Southside Blues makes the cut for this week's picks. Uh, yep. London Warriors have had a decent season, a good um, entry season into the Quota Municipal. Um, they've they've won. Yep. Um, no Russell back in the London Warriors boys to win one nil. Um, I'm going to go two one to London Warriors. If so, hopefully Southside Blues can get a team out. Um, yeah. It's been a while for them. Rog, what do you think? Uh, yeah. 
I want to. I'm, I'm hoping that South South Side Blues get a team out, and I'm hoping that they come and have a really good go at, at London Warriors. Yeah, um, good, good, good set of lads at South Side Blues. Uh, I'm going to say. I'm declining that. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Someone's trying to call me. Um, I'm going to say a two-two, a Desmond. A Desmond in tribute to the man himself who we lost. In tribute, yeah, in tribute. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think Southside will get a team now, and I think they'll have a good go at like London Warriors. Okay, a Desmond predicted by Roger. Right, so the last two games are FC Twenty Five against South London Royals reserves, as we said uh, in the review. Um, if South London Royals reserves want to keep this promotion push going, Roger, they need to win these games. They'll need to keep the pressure yep. on at least on Surrey Park Rangers and Addington United. Um, yep. Russell predicting an FC 25 win, 3-1 predicted. Uh, I'm not, I'm backing John and the boys to do the business. 3-2 for me. Uh, the other, a, a reverse. What do you think, Rog? I've got, yeah, I've got a back. I've, I've, got, I've got a back John and the boys. I, I also feel they've, they've got, they've got more riding on it than FC 25 have. I think FC 25 have had a, you know, a poor season not by their standards, but I think they would have hoped for better, should I say. Yeah. South London Royals reserves, I think they've got more riding that they still have a chance of getting promoted. Um, they, you know, they've got an outside chance of, of, of winning the title. So I feel like they'll, they'll probably want it slightly more than FC 25. I'm going to say a 4-3 win to John and the boys at South London Royals. 4-3. South London Royals reserves predicted big scores. Uh, yes. We don't bottle it on the Silk Grassroots podcast, do we? No. Never sit on the fence. Uh, Spartans <laughs> Elbow United is the last game, massive cut game, intriguing game. This this is this is really an interesting game. Spartans obviously the favourites going into this, but I think we we, we went on a, about it long enough in the review. Rog um, yeah. Russell back in Spartans two nil. Now I'm look, I'm wondering here, Spartans do they score a lot of goals because? They, they've scored 16 in five in the Prem, plus 14 goal difference in five games. Um, do we expect the drop in level to, to mean more goals for Spartans or will they just keep the ball and wear their opponents down? It seems to be um, their tactics. They Against the wall, they, they moved the ball nicely. They tried to move the opponents about. They moved the ball from side to side. They A lovely passage to play. They didn't go direct really at any point. Um, they looked to play football. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they won't change that to their tactic is to do that. Um, they won't do that against Elbow. But they, just the efficiencies of their play uh, will win them the game. Perhaps 2-0 is correct, um, yep. Russell's prediction. But I, I'm going to go a little bit wider than that. I think three. I think 3-1 to Spartans. I can see Elbow scoring. We know they can. Um, although this defence will be the best defence that this Elbow team have come up against um, so far. What do you think, mm-hmm. Rog? Um, yeah, I, I, I think Albo will score. I, I, they've been scoring for fun this season, albeit against, against not against the team they're going to come up against. Anyway, near standard, they're going to come up against Sunday. I, I, I do think they'll score, and I do think that, um, I do think Spartans will take their foot off the gas, so to speak. I, I don't, I, I think they're gonna, I think they'll underestimate them somewhat, Albo United. Um, okay. But I, I, yeah, I do think that Spartans will, will still have more than enough to, to win the game. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 4 2. 4 2 to Spartans. 4 2 to Spartans, yeah. 
cracking uh, games predicted on that yeah. one. Uh, Roger, I wish you boys and yours team should I say all the best for your County Cup game, obviously. Thanks Sounds like you're much. missing out, but hopefully they get through to the next round and you get another nice away day. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. All the best, mate, and hopefully we'll see each other next week. Yeah. Thanks, Frost. Oh, we won't Thanks, because you're 10 days now. You'll be isolated for 10 days. Uh, oh, hang on. Is it, was, it, was, is it 10 or 7? Yeah, it's 10. It's still 10 for me. And you can do a piece, you can do the rapid test after 6 and on day 6 and 7. And oh, I mean, if it's negative on 6 and 7, then I'm free yeah. to leave the house. Yeah. I'm going to tell the missus I've got to isolate in the bedroom. Not that cinema. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to take the PS5 into the bedroom. That's it, yeah. For 7 days. <laughs> All right, mate. All the best. I'll see you soon. Cheers, Andrew. Take care, mate. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. So the guest section on the Sunday League show is back. We start in 2022 uh, with guests from around the OBD SFL, Westfar, Quarter Municipal and Southern Sunday. Um, couldn't think of a better club to have first up on our return to guests. Uh, probably three years ago, almost to the day, I started having a conversation with um, one of our guests um, on today about starting a podcast and what different things he uses, uh, microphones and, and all that. And uh, Andrew Dallas is one of the reasons we started the podcast so quickly. And he's on the show tonight. Part of the management team with Jamie Leggett at Hatcham. Uh, setting the world on fire, it must be said, in the league, especially in the OBD SFL senior, out of nowhere um, after a summer of, of discontent, miscontent. Um, everyone expected Hatcham to be strugglers this year, um, but the new management team have done well so far. Jamie, Andrew, it couldn't have really gone much better for you boys in the league so far. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, um, a brilliant start. Um, the team, I would say, has done... 95% everything that we've asked. Um, obviously, as you said, there was a, a lot of that discontent in the in the, in the pre-season, mid-season, losing all those players to SE Dons. But once Millsy approached me and we got through the finer details, um, I told him what I wanted. I told him what I wanted to do. And obviously, having been at Hatcham years before, yeah. it was easy just to create... Um, a structure that I knew would work essentially. Um, so when you took, when you turned up, Dallas, what did it look like? What, what, how many players were there? What was the sort of, was it, was it hard work to recruit or was it easy? It was very messy. I'll tell you why it was so messy. As, as you know, with that kind of lockdown team, let's call it. Yeah. um, A lot of those players had, there'd been players that was in the team before that hadn't played in the lockdown team as much and maybe have been pushed into the second team or the third team, or, yeah. for example, and had to kind of rebuild their trust, for example, let them know that they're going to be an important part. Um, I don't think that was, like, that wasn't all on Millsy. Millsy had to do what he had, uh, had to do, but it was just a case of me speaking to those players, getting the core right, and then building around that mm -hmm. um, I knew so Jamie I think came 
in in maybe the third or fourth game, Jamie would know exactly. But I knew from pre-season, like I'd spoken to Jamie and I was like, Jamie, I want you to like, get involved. Um, but I already knew what I wanted to do and what type of players I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I knew the players that were hungry as such. Yep. I told him, look, I'm, I'm, I don't want prima donnas or this or this or this or that. I don't want those type of players. I want to start something fresh. And I would see Jamie every Wednesday at um, at goals. And I've known Jamie, we was in the Bromley uh, under-18s team together. So I knew there was nobody better and nobody that was like really like involved in football than Jamie. So that, mm-hmm. that was why I got Jamie. But obviously that took a few weeks because we had to kind of like, I had to convince him as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there was a lot of there was a lot of stuff going on around at Hatcham that anybody that would like if they were joining would want questions answered if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But once I got a few players, I knew after that okay I can recruit off the basis of these players now. Yep. And there's players that I knew that would follow me because they trust me from Vista or they trust me from Hatcham before. Um, and then there was just then after that it was really just making sure people like. Ryan James and Gary Noel, who are obviously OBSFL legends and top players, making sure that they were in. So it was it was a messy structure, but I knew that if I got certain players involved, then the rest would follow. And I knew if I got, like, for example, Jamie, the right person involved, yep. um, somebody that is is just football, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not clout, it's not anything else, it's just based on football. I knew if I got that in, I'm not. I'm not surprised we are where we are. So, just just as a, I don't mean to over dramatize it, and if it wasn't ever close to happening, yeah. uh, feel free to say so. But how close was it to Hatcham that first team just being no more and it, uh, it was, folding it? It was close. It was close. Millsy, like n- not me throwing him under the bus or anything, but as he would be, like he was distraught, like because that that team was in a position where these players had taken over. And the, 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 the core players that Don um, had taken were essentially the players that were holding up the new team, if you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. Rory is an important figure. So when Rory kind of left, he's a lot of the reason why a lot of the players were there. So mm-hmm. for Millsy, he was in a place like, okay, how do I rebuild this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, me and Jamie are football inside out. Millsy is football, but like... Sundays, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So he didn't really, he would have had to do a lot of work to recruit players, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So he was in a he was in a place where it would have been extremely hard, but he was he came to me and he kept pressuring me. And if, and what people don't realize is I didn't initially go there to be manager. I was only going there to get some fitness and play yeah. new games. But while I was there, Millsy was like, Dows, you have to, you have to, you have to. And then I said to him, Okay, no problem, but we're going to do it this way. Like it has to be. This Had you already way. decided that you were leaving uh, Lambeth All Stars by this oh, time? No, or... this this is the, the thing with like the whole thing with with Lambeth is I was still there. Um, there was there was there was like a reshuffle with Lambeth. Obviously, they weren't happy where they they finished. I would say, and there was things going back and forth, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But at this point, I was still a Lambeth player. Um, but I was trying to 
Like, it, it, where I haven't played throughout lockdown, I'm always trying to get extra games and extra fitness and stuff. So I was just playing with action for that. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just built from, it, it kind of just came from there, to be honest. It, it was just a, a scenario where I was there, played a few, and Millsy was on to me. And based on our history, I felt like, okay, I want to help Millsy. Do you know what I mean? I want to mm-hmm. help him. I don't want to see Hatcham go down. Because obviously, just a season before, or you know what I mean? Vista had to go. Do you know what I mean? Like, because with this, we're the senior teams. We've been there 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. So we're at a point like those teams are fading away. And I was like, okay, Vista's gone. But if Hatcham's gone as well now, it's just it's, the league's not going to look the same. So no. I just thought, okay, let me let me help him out. Um and yeah, that was it. It was really just getting a structure in place and getting the right people involved. Um, Mills is brilliant himself, but mm. he, he said it. He's pushed it as far as he can do on his own with the time that he's got. You know what I mean? Jamie, so that leads us over to you. Obviously, a successful season in 2021 uh, for you as a, as a gaffer or part of the management team at Myland Beatties. That didn't end in the way that you probably wanted it to, losing out to Grand in the uh, London uh, Sunday Challenge Cup final uh, on that shambles of a pitch at Meridian, but let's not talk about that uh, much longer. Uh, Jamie, what was the what was the conversation that you had uh, with Dawas and uh, Millsy about going over to Hatcham, and was it was it really a tough decision to make in the end, or is it a no brainer getting to work with these legends of Sunday League football? Um, obviously, going back to obviously last season. Um... I've got utmost respect for obviously Justin. Um, uh, that's why I went over there, went over to East London every week. Yeah. Um, we spoke about it before. Um, the main reason, obviously, why I'm not still with my lend is obviously when, when we was no more this season. Um, yeah. Justin's son, um, excitingly and um, well done to him, ended up signing for Tottenham this season. So, yeah. He had to obviously put mo- most of his focus, obviously, on the Sundays, uh, being and travelling round wherever it was with his son, which is is fair enough. Yeah, yeah. He said he was going to make um, as many Sundays as he could, but that really left it just to me, and I felt maybe it was one of them that it was a bit too much because obviously being a YouTube team as well. Um, it was probably a bit too much for me to just do it on my own. Maybe mm. I could have got somebody with us, but remembering again, they're an East London side. So it's a bit harder to attract maybe players. Um, and also obviously like media teams and, and just a whole environment um, would have been maybe a little bit difficult. Yeah. So, and I really, uh, let's be honest, uh, Mylan Beatties or Beatties, however you want to see it was Justin's thing anyway. So I didn't really want to take it over and, and, and try to be the face of it because yeah. I don't think it would have worked. So that was one Not of the only that, but reasons. viewers viewers for these YouTube teams, they have their like these people that they're used to seeing, yeah. and then it would be yeah. like you try people if you like went mad on the camera or whatever, people would always say, Oh, you know, he's trying to he's trying to be whether yeah. you are or you're not, like people always yeah. make up these characters. Like imagine if someone went in and took over SE Dons and they was giving it all the all, all on the camera like, like yeah. uh, Don Strapsy and all that lot. It's the same thing. So it's, 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 yeah. you can't really win, can you? Yeah, you can't really win, as you say. And it's one of them that I feel, for me personally, obviously, it's a loyalty thing as well. Yeah. And I'm very big on loyalty, you know what I mean? So 
I feel like if if they they've started something, so they need to they need to either finish it or carry it on. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I know circumstances do change and that, and it's happened. Unfortunately, it happened after a very good season, going unbeaten in the Hackney and Leighton League, winning it for a record like fifth time, like in a row. Um, and then obviously the London Cup final. So it's a bit disappointing that we could have tried to build on that um, and try to come back uh, in the London Cup. But yeah, just basically obviously moving on to obviously Hatcham now. Um, I, as Dawas actually said, um, originally I was like, um, and Arin, like he spoke to me a little bit, uh, obviously at goals when he seen me like refereeing and that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you. I don't know. Like, I had a couple of clubs what I, I wanted to talk to as well and and stuff like that. Um, and it didn't really work out um, with them. Not, no fault of mine or no fault of them, to be fair. I just It didn't really work out in the end, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, um, mm-hmm. with them. So, um, first couple of weeks of the season, I just literally went and watched a couple of games here and there. Um, and then I spoke to Dallas, I think, after the second game of the season, because I was unsure if I really wanted to, really wanted to actually, like, do Sundays or not anything and that, because it's one of them, again, as you say, when you have a successful season, the season before, it's like, do I really want to go back in? Um, and and damage reputation maybe to a certain degree, you know mm. what I mean? Even though it's only Sunday football, like, we were, it was quite successful, obviously, and and you're always judged on your either last result or your last season or anything like that. You're not really judged on what you've won in the past. You know, no. they you forget, they forget that. So you're always judged on your last result or your last performance or your last season, etc. Mm-hmm. Or whatever you've done. So for me, it was like I was zooming and iron, but in the end, obviously, Andrew, I hadn't even spoken to Millsy about this, uh, like, before that. Obviously, I'd known Millsy for, like, years, but not really spoken to him, you know what I mean? Just, you know know he's Mr. Hatcham, you know he, like, you know what I mean, and everything like that, but I hadn't actually spoken to him. Um, So, obviously, Dallas, I've known for years, as he said, um, from Bromley. It must be nearly 20 years, that club, that he's been doing it for. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure of it. I'm sure it's nearly 20 years. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what it was. That's why like I like that family orientated feel. Um, I like that fam like group and that. And then the obviously Dallas, me and Dallas are quite close. You know what I mean? So like we like we've always speak or uh, whatever like whatever clubs we're at or anything like that. So in the end, I was like, you know what? Let's let's just do it. You know what I mean? Like that's fine. Let me come in. Let, let me come and watch the first game or whatever. Um, the plan was to come the first game and actually not do anything really uh, and just watch the game like uh, and see what it's about and see your thing. But when I, cut, when I got there, first thing was like, Millsy was like, first thing straight away was like, yep, great, you're on board. I was like, <laughs> okay. That's what he done, that's what he done to me. <laughs> yeah. He was like, yeah, fakes, 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 like, and I was like, oh, okay, like that. So in the end, obviously, like, I ended up, like, Darius was like, oh, okay, yeah, just whatever. I'd still watch it. I'll introduce you, but just watch. But knowing me, I knew that was never going to happen. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, like, when you're on that sideline and you're, you've been introduced already or whatever, 
I knew I was never going to just stand there and not say anything. So it ended up being actually against Kenningwell, which yeah. obviously, like, it's good mates of mine and everything like that. So um, we ended up winning the game, obviously, like, 4-1. Um, but I was, like, buzzing from that. And onwards, it's just gone better and better, apart from, obviously, a couple of little blips here and there. Um the, mo- the most downhearted part of it at the moment, obviously, is the London Cup uh, last yeah. last round. And um, all we can say about that is that literally we missed about 1,800 <clears throat> chances. Yeah, I watched the video uh, on I watched yeah. the video on Roots TV. Obviously, okay. another fantastic Sunday League uh, content producer. And I got to say, boys, how the, how the fuck did you not win that game? It has well, to be said. That's what that's what we said. We was like, we just don't know. And obviously. From my point of view, it that hurt. Like yeah. I'm not saying it didn't hurt everyone else, yeah. but, but it hurt me a lot. Yeah, like, it's the away, uh, it's those that. those long away days to losing yeah. the London Cup. They hurt the it, most, don't they? It was one of them that I think I was trying to think like redemption as well, because obviously I I just got to the London Cup final the season before, and I thought, look, this is redemption. Like we we can really push for this. We can really like win this competition you know yeah. what I mean I'm not saying I didn't feel like it towards the end with Myland, but it, yeah. even if you go back on the videos with Myland, just in the first round turned around and said I think this is a season too early yeah like um so it wasn't like I think we was more of a shock thing you know what I mean but where we've started so well with um Hatcham I feel like a lot of teams were turning around and saying well, yeah, you should. You, you, you're now one of the favourites. Yeah, yeah. Um, even though people just look at league tables, yeah. don't they? People just yeah. look at league tables. Yeah. So you boys were sitting top or second in the division yeah. at the time. So yeah. people know that it's a big game against Hatcham. Last begin at the beginning of the season, last season, Hatcham mm. obviously weren't doing too doing too well, um, and they managed to get through a few rounds of the London Cup last year, didn't they? Whether they get to the quarterfinals, quarterfinal, yeah. and lost to Brixton, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, but this season it's a different, it's a different thing altogether for Hatcham. Uh, we we mentioned that the league it, it couldn't be going any better for you, really. You're you're second in the division, goal difference only. What is it? One goal, one difference. goal. Yeah, uh, a fantastic start to the league season, but obviously the cup defeats are the ones that are going to sting. What was the aspirations for the club? Was it just to stabilise things? Was that the only thing, or was it to? Keep yourselves in the senior division of the OBD SFL. I'll, I'll answer that one because, um, to be honest, for Millsy it was more stability. But I told Millsy, look, I'm, I'm, I always go every season. I've gone into this type of thing. I go in for win. Now yeah. there were sometimes, like say for example with Vista, there were sometimes I knew it wasn't possible. We we weren't there. But this season, let's say the first week or whatever, I was thinking, okay. Let's stabilise, let's get things good. I've got these players um, and I believe we can come like, let's say top three, top four. Top three is, is, is the, was the absolute minimum, so I'd say top three. Okay. But as things developed, as Jamie joined in, as the players I wanted started signing up, I know now the possibility that with, with me, Jamie and Millsy's team, uh, management team and the players we have uh, at our disposal like within the whole group for me personally it, it's it's winning the league and if we were to come second and just fall short 
like uh, I'd be disappointed, but I'd understand it because mm-hmm. you, you also need a bit of luck in this league, the yep. right players, the right times, certain games, a bit, you know, like those type of things. Yeah. But I'm, I'm here to aim for the top. Um, and I don't think Jamie would come in and do anything without the, the ambition to win. Um, that's, that's how I know him. Everything he's done from when we were young as kids, um, his five-a-side stuff, um, et cetera, like he's a winner. So that's why I wanted somebody like that with me. I would say the London Cup, the London Cup hurts him more than me. I've, we've both lost in the London Cup finals. Like, yeah. I, I wanted that, but I left that redemption feeling away a long time ago. I think for Jamie, it hurts more. One, because it was recent. And two, because we, that game specifically, we were in complete control. Yeah, it's a winnable so, game. It's a winnable game. And we yeah. threw it away. That's the truth of it. We, yeah, yeah. we as individuals uh, threw it away. So I, that one hurt, like that one really hurt. The league was maybe for me, but London Cup was for him. So uh, we've told the lads, look, they, they owe him now. They owe him because he's given everything for you lot to get to this level. And you've maybe let down. And, and don't get just apart from that, all season they've been great. But you just don't want to lose games that you're in full control of. Do you know what I mean? Oh, 100%. That's, that's, that's as simple as that. Like, if we play one team and we absolutely get, get destroyed in the semis, for example, we could, you can take it. You can walk away with your head yeah. high. Mm-hmm. This game, we was in complete control. We should have probably been like four nil, five nil up, and and that's why it hurts even more because we we just it, it was there for the taking. Um, and yeah, as I said, it, I know that one hurts. Just to add into that, I don't want to disrespect them. Obviously, they 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 stayed in the game. You know what I yeah. mean? As much as as we missed chances, they stayed in the game. I, yeah. I know a few of them as well, so I yeah, don't yeah, really yeah. want to disrespect. No, them. they were like, they, they were great. They the, they put on a professional performance, isn't it? Yeah, like, really. and they 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 hit us on the break, and, yeah. and they scored at and they scored at right times. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they yeah. they scored their chances, and and yeah. we didn't. And that's as simple as that. Um, yeah, as that. So it did hurt, and it did hurt for a while. If I'm being honest, it still it still hurts now. But it's yeah. I've got over it now. You know what I mean? To a certain degree, um, we have to move on, and we have to focus um, and keep on um, trying to tick off each game. And this is what I said. I said we've got to tick off, focus on each game, and just keep on going. People think because we've lost that one day game that defined our season. They think nah. because we played a half decent side. Um, nah, lot, that, that, lot doesn't people... defi- that doesn't define a season. You're gonna, you'll see a defined. You'll see at the end of the season that you talking about what what the mess it was in in the summer. You'll see where you are at the end of the season. And if it's if it's top three as Dallas is talking about, all right, the cups the cups are gone. You must be you're in the Kent Cup this weekend. Yeah. Still, obviously, you beat uh, Sports King TV and the uh, Sports King All Stars. Sorry, in the Kent Cup, we'll talk about that in a minute. In the mm. Kent Prem Cup, I it's it's not quite as shiny. It's not quite seen in, in the same way as as the London Cup, obviously. Um, but it is the the one Premier County Cup that Hatcham has won before. So your name's on it, yeah, um, yeah. and something that you wanna you wanna do again this year, obviously. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like we want to win every single game of football. You know what I mean? As simple as that. Like I, I feel that's the same for most teams. You know what I mean? But obviously, we want to win every single game of football. I'm I'm not getting out of my bed um, on a, a Sunday morning for for that. And and people just think it's just a Sunday morning, like. It's not it's football. Sunday football has changed. It, it, it's like a full time job, like with Saturdays, just yeah. without the money and the politics yeah. of 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 Saturday football. Yeah. Sunday football is 
building a club like like and building a structure and building what you need to do because if you don't and you're in the top divisions mm. you're not going to compete there's no mm. point there's no point that you're not going to compete if you're happy with that that's fine like yeah. every club's different every yeah. person's different but for me I'm not going to get as Andrew Turner said I'm not getting involved in a club who doesn't want to progress or doesn't want to enjoy what they're doing and and that's the main thing enjoy what they're doing but if you're losing every single week, you're not gonna you're not gonna enjoy football. Yeah, you're not gonna not. think you're gonna be like, why am I getting them out of bed at nine thirty in the morning? Like, yeah. come on, like seriously, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Like, but for me, they the lads since I've come in, they've bought into everything I've said or everything um, Andrew said before that. Yeah. Just going back to the thing as well of Millsy, I want to win these cups yeah. and leagues for Millsy. Yes. I'm being honest, a hundred percent. 100 million percent what I said that back in the um, back at the thing Millsy have since I've come in has been unbelievable like family how he's invited me in and I see it as a family like with him like off the pitch and on on the pitch yeah I want to win these for Millsy because of the things what have gone on like we obviously we all know like Corey went obviously coach or manager yeah he went and then obviously five players went with him Apart from apart from that, and then two or three others went to like Lambeths or, or other clubs as well. So you've lost literally the whole team. Team. Let's mm-hmm. be perfectly honest. You've lost yeah. the whole team. Yeah. So sure. Mills is like sitting there in the summer. Well, obviously, I'm not involved in that conversation, but he's sitting there in the summer thinking, "What the hell am I going to be able to do here?" Like, yeah. like I've lost everything. Everything apart from maybe two or three players. Yeah. So for me. It's redemption for him, yeah. and also over the years, the amount of work he's put in to right. keep this club going. Yeah. I want to win something for him. Yeah. If it's a league, the cups, what we're in, whatever, yeah. I just want to win it for him. Do you know what? What a mad turnaround it has been since the summer. Everything, every aspect of the club seems to have improved. You've got the first team firing on all cylinders now. You've got Hatch and Royals joining the party, who are a fantastic Sunday League team. Uh, moved across from Westfar. And yeah. they're now finding their feet and doing the business in the OBD SFL. And obviously Hatch and Beckham and Manor continue to go from strength to strength. Well, it's a mad thing to say, but actually this bit of turmoil in the summer has obviously yeah. has obviously made good things happen and it's made the right people and the right characters join Hatcham and you probably find yourself in a stronger place now than, than this time last year, which is which is crazy. That, and, that, and that's, that's testament that's to Millsy. That's the important part. Honestly, I think um, what people don't realise, and I've always looked at it like this, is that sometimes the, the people you think are important are sometimes the ones holding you back. So not that, um, as I said, I'm not saying these players were bad eggs, or for example, but what happened is, with certain players leaving and and the way that that the team was run before, it it was a fresh start. So all those players now, all the players, everybody's got something to prove. So that helped a lot of um, of the other players for for one, and then two with the the like uh, the Beckham and Manor and Beckham and, and Royals. What we like, what I spoke with them in the summer and the conversations and Millsy and everyone had, we're like. Look, we're all one club. Like, we're going to help each other out where we can. It makes, like, booking pictures, uh, sorting the players. It, it, it helps all the way through. Yes. And Donovan and um, 
John are great Thanks. people. They're, they're great people. So it's just helped. And I think the club is as strong as it's ever been. Um, and as I said, with Jamie coming on board and then myself coming on board, it's just like now, the, the, the club is probably how Millsy wanted it to be years ago, but wasn't able to get that, get it that yes. way. But yes. now it's run like that. So... Yeah, just touching on obviously that as we all will. Like obviously it's not been as much with Beckham the Manor, but obviously John is always there for us. Yeah. Um, but the the player wise, uh, we have to obviously do utmost respect. I have to say to like Donovan as well because like he he was flying um, with players and stuff like that, and we we've obviously not took, but yeah. a couple of players have stepped up into us and and they're with us now all the time. So. He's had to re-recruit or whatever and try to get replacements for that as well. So utmost respect to like him to to for helping us as well as yeah, we help him out when we can as well. But obviously these players have stepped up because they want to play either a higher league or whatever. Um and 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 they need to for their progression, you know what I mean? The young players, they need to progress as well. So he, he's took that on the chin and, and he's happy with, he's, he's, well, at times he's not happy, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's, he's respected it. You he's know what I mean? And, yeah, he's, been and he's, he's been very supportive. Like he was at the game yesterday. He was at yeah, other he's games when he's not been like games. Yeah. So he's very supportive. So I have to say utmost respect to like Don as well. You know what I mean? So top bloke. Just what I wanted to add that. Top bloke. Right. So boys, I know we're a bit pressed, pressed for time. So mm-hmm. just some predictions for this year. Obviously, um, the ABD SFL senior, everyone seems to be beating everyone except yourself and Essie Dons. You're sitting top with no losses. Um, obviously, you're going to mention Essie Dons as your main title contender. But with with um, Lambeth All-Stars, Kenningwell, Rocker being so inconsistent, are you writing them off yet? Or do you think there's still more to come from those teams? And and the wall, obviously, who you play this this coming Sunday? I think I think what what you said is 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 exactly that. I would never write off like having been at Lambeth, knowing the players. If they could get it right, you you can't write them off. Like yep. the players they have are, are talented, but as you said, it's about getting it right. And I don't think that it will happen this season. I do think they're they're going to win big games and stuff. Still, there's no doubt about that. But um, in terms of them winning the league, I don't think it's possible. Um, the Wall are very inconsistent, but they're a, they're a big threat. They're a very good team. Um, I don't know about uh, winning the league. Is is the, the, you know the way the league is set out. But the, the problem is is that Bond will obviously end up playing their games uh, at a later period, as as they probably do every year when they're in certain cups and stuff. So the problem with the league is it's going to be very unbalanced until yeah. maybe do you know what I mean February March or something. So. Yeah. Who wins it is still up for grabs. But does that play? Does that play into the other team's hands? I'm not saying this that, that I'm not. This is an isn't an anti Essie yeah. Don's comment. But yeah, yeah, yeah. where where all their games because they do so well in cups yeah. and their league games get pushed to midweeks. You've yeah. got every single one of those players in the Essie Don's playing at step three, four, five, yeah. six, whatever. Yeah. Um, that's going to hamper them if they have to play midweek. But they're well, the difference with them is they're well equipped. They essentially have two squads. Um, that's something that, like, the, their squad never seems to be extremely weak. Like, their weak squad is another team's full squad. So, although I do believe it can hamper them in some ways, I do believe they've got the 
team to cope with it. It mm. just depends on, like, say, for example, if they miss key players for key games, then that can kill them. For mm. example, like, if Zach Hansen's missing. But they, they've got a more than capable squad. So, for me, it's still up in the air. It's still, it could play into their hands, but it could, as you said, it could play into, like, teams like Lambeth and the Wolves' hands because um, they can get points on the board. But just from what we're seeing already, it's a bit inconsistent. But we so, who, have... so is it only the Dons that you're looking at as title rivals? Are you, are no, you right? no, no, no. No, I, I don't look at... I, I, for me, it's still way too early. I, I'm not looking at anything until we've played, I would say, 11 games. Once you've played 11 games then you can start looking at things. Right now, it's still early. Um, mm-hmm. I don't get ahead of myself. Lambeth was here um, last season or the season before, I can't remember. And then COVID happened. So they were unbeaten and then COVID happened. And then they came back after COVID and things were like all over the place. They couldn't get yep. the same consistency. So I'm, as I said, until you've played like 11 games for me, I'm not even looking at anything. I know the speak too well. Yeah. We've like, like people look at it that we've, we've played six games, but, yeah. and I know people are looking at it. People are looking at, we can only play, uh, by the way, we can only play who we, we're fixtured to play, by the way. But people will look at it that we haven't played FC Dons twice. We haven't played The Wall twice. We haven't played Lambeth twice. Yeah. We haven't, uh, we haven't played uh, Kenningwell again. We haven't played, Rocker again. We haven't played Bickley twice. Yeah. So, like, they're looking at it. Oh, you've played Blendon twice. You've played Farnborough twice. Um, by the way, they're hard places to go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, we, we went to Farnborough. Anyone, beat, anyone who says we, that doesn't know what they're talking about. Yes, we, we went to Farnborough and beat them 5 1 at the yeah. air ground. Like, yeah. I don't, in recent history, I'm not saying I'm wrong here. Or I'm right here, sorry. But I don't think a lot of teams go to Farnborough and beat them 5-1. Exactly. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm being honest. So, yeah. like, it's one of them that we can only play who's in front of us. We've won the games in front of us. Yeah. So, we just take one game at a time. I know it's a cliche. We take one game at a time and see how it, it, it takes us. Yes, at the moment, we're in a very good position. Same as Don's are in a very good position. Yeah. Um, the others are chasing us. Mm. Um, it is what it is. They they've lost their games. Obviously, War have played Don's twice and lost to them twice. It's one of them that now the pressure's on Wall to a certain degree and and Lambeth or whatever to to win against us because they haven't got Don's to play. You know yeah. what I mean? Or they might have, Lambeth might have them again it's once. I think one more time. Yeah. But but Wall haven't got Don's, so they can't catch points on them. Yeah. So they have to beat us. Otherwise, if they don't beat us, then yeah, you're, you're out of the title race, just being mm-hmm. perfectly honest. Yeah. So there's a pressure on them as well. As mm-hmm. us, we just got to keep on ticking them off. Yeah, We have to keep on doing what we're doing. Yeah, We don't want to go back into that pack chasing Dons. You know yeah. what I mean? We're, we we want to just stay on level pe- pegging until we yeah. play them. Yeah, and then, and then we go from there. Obviously, yeah. it's a 50-50 when we play up. Like, yeah. uh, in most games, it's 50-50, obviously, as I say with the quality of most squads. Yeah. But if we can be consistent how we've been consistent now, yeah. up until we play Dons, then, yeah, you can look at it as it's a total decider. But yeah. until that time, I don't think we, we can look at that. We haven't got Dons in the league until February. So yeah. uh, around that time, you can judge, is it a title contending game? Yeah. Maybe. But until February, let's wait and see. Yeah. 
All right, so just some, what games are standing out so far as your favourite games of the season, boys? And this is just going to be the last couple of questions now. I know we're pushed. What, that, we, that we've played. You've played so far as for Hatcham this season. What, what What's your standout, most enjoyable game? My favourite uh, is probably going to be the Kennywell game. Um, Kennywell, as I said, like they're still an exceptional team for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that game, and I feel, I'm sure they would say like we were absolute like we were dominant we probably should have like in the first half we should have scored like seven goals yeah. and then like some of our games it, it stays uh we were wonder what at this point in the season we hadn't conceded a single goal we they got a free kick which uh shouldn't have been a free kick and they scored from it mm-hmm. and then they got on top for like 10 15 on top for a couple of minutes and then we put back over to control and then our young um player Rodney come on, scored two goals, and then we were we were back flying again. Um we we we, we what in that game it it showed me the level that we can hit if mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean that that was the eye opener because we played teams and we played Rocker and we did exceptionally well. Um but it was still early in the season. In that Kenan World game it showed me okay we're at this level now. We need to be aiming for these teams, if you know what I mean, and and, and we went on to to do that so well. For and me, I think for that me, game springboarded us. Go on, Jay. For me, uh, like yeah, I say Kennywell, but for the other two pleasing games, what I'd say is probably um, probably Farnborough and Blendon away because yeah, yeah, they're yeah. they're games where you go into and you have to pick up three points yeah. um, because in previous seasons, if you look at it. Yeah, they're the places you go to and you think you're going to get three points, but yeah. you drop points. Yeah. And yeah. we we beat Blendon away uh, 2-1 and obviously Farnborough 5-1. So yeah. we've, we've found a way to winning games. We might not have been at our best. Yeah. And that, that's funny saying, oh, 5-1. But I don't yeah. think we was at our best that day either. Exactly. But um, Blendon, we certainly wasn't at our best. But yeah. we found a way of winning the game. Yeah. So I feel that's shows a character um and this is not from us as well this is from players yeah. players turned around and said after them games even sat even sunday yesterday harrison turned around and said it um we we found a way to win the games whereas yeah. old hatcham teams wouldn't have found that way yeah. they would they wouldn't have found that way yeah. um even though how they they might have so called better quality yeah. um than this squad um, and that's not disrespecting obviously our players, by the way. Um, but in in history, they they would say, "Oh, it's a better squad." Yeah. But we find ways of winning games. Yeah. Whereas hard work, I don't hard feel... work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. That that yeah. is the old mantra, yeah. and and that yeah. goes so much in in football at all levels. Yeah. You don't yeah. work hard, you're going to get beat. It's as simple as it's as simple as that. Yeah. That's yeah. what so, it is. Our, our team, like for example, what our team do now, which is. That testament to, to me and Jamie is they they represent what what we try to show them and yeah. in I, oh, before I came obviously I know of Hatcham I've played against Hatcham this is but I I watched the videos in detail of their online games and I was like this can't happen this can't happen this can't happen and I spoke to some of the individuals. And now what you'll get is a player that two seasons, three seasons ago wouldn't have tracked back, tracking back now. Like people are tracking back, people are doing the, 
the hard work and the honest work. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's no surprise that we are where we are because the discipline is there. And more than anything, like I, I'll be honest, I'm surface level. Um, Jamie's detail. J- Jamie comes to me with information, um, bits that I miss or this or this or that, and it comes with information that allows me to then implement it. So it's, we're a very detailed um, team. Um, you came with some things yesterday, we've implemented it. Obviously, I won't say what it is, so other teams don't know, but we've got things <laughs> planned for the next four or five games. You know? No one listens to this anyway, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, this is where it's a difference now, and this is also where Jamie said, it's no longer Sunday league. Like, this is this is football, the same as Saturday, it's the same yeah. as every other level. Everything's in detail, um, and the teams and players are good. You can't you can't turn up on a Sunday now and just roll out like of, of bed being half drunk and that it, it won't work. You, no. you won't even last. So no. yeah, it's, it's enjoyable. It's been good. So who's been your, who's been the standout players? Just, just name two players, two or three players this season, which players have surprised you maybe that you weren't expecting to get, to get the levels out of them that you have. Okay. Um, for me, so Anton um, has been the standout one of the standout players because every every person that knows Anton knows you watch him for C and you're like, you know he's got the capabilities, but it was like, can we get this out of him? Um, and it's even been a hard season for him. I've I've been onto him from Vista. He scored his 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 highest amount with me at Vista, but he just he couldn't refine it. And then when I came here, we had our conversations. I told him everything I want from him. And he's done it. Like he's been patient. He's been on a bench. He's been supportive when he's not playing. He's come on. He's scored goals. He's done everything I've asked. And um, based on that, like he's my player for that. My other player um, is young Rodney. He came from Don's team. Um, I saw him when I was playing with Don last season or the season before. And when I spoke to him, I was like, well, as soon as I saw him, I was like, wow, this kid's exceptional. Whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I need to get him. So obviously I didn't know I was going to get a management job, but as soon as I got the management job and we spoke, I knew at some point this season he's going to be involved and, and he came on in and he's been exceptional. Match winners. Uh, um, he's just got all the talent to be a great footballer. Um, so we're hoping that he can continue to push on. So that's probably my two. Jamie, any any difference from you for player of the season so far? Yeah, probably. Like it, it's it's difficult. Like I don't think they get their props as much as um, they should do. But I'm looking at two what probably from the back line and and um, and that. So Ashan uh, yeah. come in. Um, he's yeah. right back. He's played. I think he's nearly yeah, fullbacks. Every- fullbacks never get the yeah. credit they deserve. No, and you, he, he, if you've got a crap fullback. You yeah. say that, but he's the only he's the only player that's the played player who's played every minute, yeah, every yeah, minute yeah, every of game. every game. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. I'd probably say Ashan. Uh, I think he's young, enthusiastic. He he takes in everything we have to say. He's so keen, and that that's what I like about a young player. Yeah. Like yeah. like you're keen, you want to learn, you want to yeah. think. He's got the talent now, but he still yeah. wants to learn. Yeah. Um, and two other players. Sorry, there's two other players actually. Oli. Is coming in a goalie. He yeah. he's he's been exceptional for us. Yeah. Like ridiculous. Like we we rotated goalies um, for free, uh, free keepers. Yeah, free keepers. We've got obviously like signed or whatever. Yeah, what is it but about you, goalkeepers and Sunday league football? They're just they're just gold dust. Like they are gold yeah. dust. 
but <laughs> it's crazy. Like no against no um, uh, offense to the other two because they've been good for us as well. But Ollie's come in and his professionalism and and the way he acts on and off the pitch is has been um, different class. And mm-hmm. obviously he's a top goalie as well. Yeah. Like like his distribution, he's commanding. Yeah. Like the way he speaks um, to the players, the way he speaks to us. Um, he's he's a leader, he's just, isn't it, yeah, he's a top, top he's go- uh, goalie. Yeah. And then the last one I'd probably say, like he's dropped a little bit because of injuries or what, like, recently, but he's been on fire this season, it's Tyler as yeah. well. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. been ridiculous for us. Like He's been an outlet as well. Um, yeah. He's still learning that position, what we're asking him to play because yeah. on Saturdays he plays as wingback. Yeah. So it's, it's different to the position he plays for us. So he's still learning it, but he's been... He's been our outlet. He's been he's been really really good for us, and, and he's another young uh, talent uh, that I think will go far. Just yeah. got to keep learning it, the game, and everything like that. Um, and the all these young boys, the, these are all young players we were actually players, speaking yeah. about. Yeah, like, we we're not even speaking about the experience heads of like Gav yeah. and Shy and. Gary, oh, all them, yeah. Orion, yeah. Um, and all them. And they've been all exceptional. To be fair, it's been really hard to obviously yeah. uh, answer yeah. that question. But I think we look at the young players that they're still learning, but yeah. how exceptional they have actually been for us this season. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and that's probably why we've mentioned the young players, because of them still learning the game. Yeah. We, we expect it from our experienced players that they, that's a massive they, change they, they should perform. Sorry, mate. That's a massive change for Hatcham for a little bit. And it's really encouraging to hear that it's the young players grabbing the headlines because if anything, yeah. and again, this ain't a, I'm not digging Hatcham, but they were a little bit known as this sort of play, this team that had all the all the Saturday players and it was all the names mm-hmm. from from the from yeah. the people like Rory, who's a fantastic player, you have to say. But pick players in the non-league sort of world that, that are good players. And that was Hatcham and, you yeah. know, if they fancied it, they'd turn up and they'd win. But if they didn't fancy it, then they'd get they'd lose a game that you wouldn't expect them to lose. So it's encouraging to hear young, hungry players coming into Hatcham and doing the right thing and mimicking the hard work and graft that, that Millsy has put in that you've obviously taken on that mantra now as well. And you've got that work ethic now with the players that's hard work first and the rest will follow. And, that, and that's really encouraging to hear, I must say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That, that is it. Because obviously, like I said, Hatcham was known as the Galacticos. It's always been that way. Like yeah. Millsy, Millsy will find a top Saturday baller, get them in. And as you said, what would happen is like I, I played when when I played for Millsy, I was in that team with Harrison and Rory and Ryan and all and Gary Noel and all of us. And um we came second in the league. Now we came second in the league just from I would say just not having that extra bit of desire. You know, like those those games where you really got to turn up and win. Mm-hmm. We still wanted to play the nice way and 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 it just didn't it didn't work. And in the season. After that, I left, went back to Vista and we won the league. And I won the league with a less talented team. So I know that on Sundays, that is important for me. Like you need that, that extra desire. Yep. And that's what Jamie, as he said, why he's so impressed. Because when you bring in these kids, like, you know, nowadays, like they want to be pampered and whatever, blah, blah. But these lot have, re- like, they graft. They really graft. And for us, for me, it's, 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 it's testament to them as characters. I, I saw the talent in them and you can put them in, but it's it's up to them if they deliver that level. 
Mm. And that's what's been so pleasing because, as I said, Jamie gives them information or whatever, and then I tell them what, the, what I expect from them, and they all deliver. And, 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 and sometimes I thought it was going to be, okay, it would be once, and then they have two, but no, like 11 games straight in a row. Do you know what I mean? Consistent, yep. consistent. So it's just so pleasing. And, and that's what I want to represent in football, give people chances that, like, some people get overlooked because they're not a name or get overlooked because they're a bit shy or, you know, like there's just all these different things, but these lot, as I said, they've all stepped up to the plate and I'm hoping that it can continue and we can go and win something because Millsy deserves it. And so far they deserve it. It And 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 you have to say you deserve it as well. You've, you've stepped into a bit of an unknown here and and because of your respect for one person, which is, which is admirable. You're not doing it for nothing. You want to win. So, and you're earning your stripes as well. It must be said. Yeah, can I just say one thing on um, on that Galactico thing? Don't get me wrong, yeah, we've still got players from the old school of of that Galactico era. But yeah. you know what? They've changed their mentality. mentality. Uh, like like the Harrisons, the the Stefan Wrights, uh, yeah. Jamie Humphreys. By yeah. the way, Jamie Humphreys has been excellent in every single game he's played for us this season. Yeah. But people um, would expect, like with the names that you mentioned of players yeah. of the season, maybe these are players mm. that have surprised you a little yeah. bit. You'd expect the, like, the Harrisons the, and the Jamie Humphreys, you'd expect them to, to be shining. Honestly, Jamie, uh, like when I say Jamie and Harrison, more than anything, Harrison yes. will tell you back then he used to frustrate me. Like he used to, because I knew it was in him. I knew that ability to be the player he is now was there. Um, but now, as I said, like this this Sunday, he's going to score two goals um, to go and win us the game. But it's not just that, it's the fact that... Off the bench, this is what I'm saying. These players have accepted coming on a Sunday and going, okay, I haven't been here for like maybe two weeks or whatever, for various reasons, whatever. Either we've not selected them or they weren't available and they accept being on the bench. That would never happen before. before. Let's be honest, that Harrison's, the Stefan Wrights, the Jamie's, they, they, they expect to come and and just play like yeah. but they know we've we've been winning games we've been yeah. fighting games through and then, yeah. like the first game Jamie come I turned around and said to him like Jay you're on the bench today he was like yeah yeah I knew that anyway yeah yeah, yeah he yeah. said I knew that before yeah. I come he said because yeah, yeah. you've been winning games he said yeah, I expected yeah. it he said that's yeah. why I've got my tracksuit bottoms on yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah he did say that when, yeah when 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 you would you wouldn't have had that before so yeah. that's what I'm saying They've all, every single one of this team or this squad yeah. or family, however we want to put it, yeah, has bought into the mentality what yeah. what you bought, first of all, Andrew, obviously now me, and also yeah. for Millsy for the 20 years he's been involved. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So 100%. everyone's bought into it, and that's what we need to just carry on doing, carry on doing. Yeah. And as I said to you, be consistent and just take one game at a time. And, that was- and that's it. Last two questions, and yep. this doesn't need to be a long answer. I want a quick, concise yep. answer. Yeah. Do Hatchin win this win the league this year? Yeah. <laughs> Jamie? Yeah. Yeah. And starting with this weekend, is it is is 2022 this your second game in 2022? Is that a big W in the league for Hatchin this Sunday? Yeah. A hundred percent. It's a massive game. Yeah. Boys, thank you for coming on the podcast. It's been thank great to so start much. the guests off with 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 uh, some favourites of mine. I wish yeah. you boys all the very best in the uh, league title. I think you'd have to be 
uh, anything but uh, an SE Dons fan. Uh, you'd have to be an SE Dons fan to not wish Hatcham uh, to win the league this year. It's going to be a fantastic uh, title uh, race. And that game in February against SE Dons is the early early six-pointer in the race. Boys, I wish you all the very best. Um, and very I'll best. hopefully see you in the season sometime. No Andrew, thank you for inviting us on. Keep doing what you're doing, mate. Superb yeah. what you do for grassroots football. Thank Love you. It. You keep doing what you're doing and we will have something to talk about. Have a, yeah. have a good one, boys. Cheers, mate. So that is it. The end of our first show of 2022. Episode 18 of the Sunday League Show brought to you by the Silk Grassroots Podcast Network. Uh, Looking to be very busy this year. Um, We hit 100,000 listens in total from February 2019. Our first show went out. Since then, we've had 100,000 listens, uh, which is amazing. Thank you to every single one of you who have done that. Um, really, really, uh, was really chuffed when those numbers came through. Uh, we also exceeded last year's listens by 20% on on on, on, on total. So we hit 44,000 listens or 43,000 listens last year, which was 20% more than the year before. So showing the growth. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you to my co-host tonight, Gibbs, Jamie and Roger. Um, no, um, no Graham this week because no games in the Southern, Southern Sunday, but they will be back next week hopefully uh thank you to the guest predictors uh john russell and mark dolby from their respective leagues and it was great to have guests on again uh with jamie and andrew from hatcham uh coming back uh being our first guest that was fantastic uh, a great club and good people uh, i'll be looking to be more selective with the guests who come on um because we're only going to have a team from each league on once a month so every four weeks we'll have um, a guest from a different league um, and hopefully um, it'll be teams that shine a great light on Sunday football and their league in general so if you want to come on and speak about your team we'll be recording those midweek um, to keep the recording time down on a Monday night we're already into Sundays and Mondays um, so around uh, Thursday or Friday we'll be looking to record those uh, team um, those team guest interviews Get in touch at Podcast Silk or silkpod at gmail.com and we can discuss you guys coming on. Uh, Thank you to the sponsors, uh, Magpie Recruitment, Borden Sports, Sports King TV, Skipper, uh, Grassroots Football, GRF, um, at NJPGD, our graphic design supplier, Nick Pitt, at NJPGD, um, Awards FC, thank you very much, uh, and our Charity sponsors are NJPGD, our front of shirt, our back of shirt sponsor is Borden Sports, uh, Stop Bullying campaign. Um, our sleeve sponsors are Black Eagle Athlete, uh, plant-based athletes uh, down in Medway and Arithmetic Accountants, uh, owned, I think the owner of Skipper, uh, that's his company, his nine to five day job. Uh, if you need any tax help, uh, get in touch with them on Twitter. Um, and our other charity sponsors are Player Packs, um, the Match Day Suppliers Company, uh, the best in the business without shadow of a doubt, uh, and RYG Sports um, Filming, um, the higher telescopic um, 
stand that they use gives the best view in the game. You'll see their work with um, Under the Radar for us Sunday League fans uh, and Sheppey United as well as the Kent County League. Um, RYG um, films their games as well as Dartford ladies, so uh, Dartford women's team. So a fantastic company to have on board. Uh, next week, we're hopefully going to have a uh, Southern Sunday team as a guest uh, and we'll bring you results and the fixtures for the coming weeks all the best and i'll see you soon happy new year to everybody uh, hopefully this year is kind to everyone um and i'll speak to you next week goodbye this week's selk podcast was brought to you by down to play the simple app for next game availability